Hello, everybody, and welcome to Asynchronous, a video game catch-up show. My name is AJ. My name is Kim. And we have finished Mass Effect 3. Congratulations, everybody. We did it. We have saved or maybe destroyed the galaxy. Uh, we will see. We'll see <laughs> how it goes in the end. Welcome to the show. We're talking about the entire end of Mass Effect 3. If you have not played it and do not want to get spoiled, do not listen to this. This is a disclaimer I feel like we haven't done in a very long time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we're finishing the game. So if you haven't finished it and you don't want to be spoiled, don't listen. Thank you for being here. Kim, mm-hmm. how was it finishing Mass Effect again? It was it was pretty wild. I think this is... I've done a bunch of playthroughs, but I think this might be the first one that actually... Not the first one, but the second one since my first playthrough that actually like made it all the way sure. to the end. And so, yeah, it was it was wild to go through all of that again, the highs and the lows. But but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about it. I am more entrenched than ever in my opinions Ooh. about the ending of Mass Effect 3. We so. love digging in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How How is it for you? Uh, it was great. I had a great time. I uh, had played most of it. Uh, and then finished finished the very end of it this morning because I got to a point where I was like, I could either have 10 minutes or an hour and a half left. <laughs> so I will go to bed because <laughs> it is 1.30 in the morning and I'm very tired. Uh, so I just woke up and finished it this morning. Uh, I had about a half hour left. So I was, I was like right at the end. Some good scenes there at the end, though. Some great stuff. I'm really excited to talk about it. Sick. But before we get into talking about the end of Mass Effect 3, the video game, we've got some bullshit for you today. Uh, Kim, do, do you want to give us the rundown? on today's bullshit yeah can you like put some like nfl ass music in oh here? yeah 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 folks it's the last bullshit and it is my honor today to celebrate not only finishing mass effect 3 but the entire run of asynchronous in honor of our our games that we've played this is the asynchronous draft spectacular we are going to be drafting characters from each of the games we have played so excited to be here how you feeling aj how you feeling about the draft uh thank you so much kim for that amazing intro i'm i'm uh, absolutely ecstatic to be here on game day uh <laughs> this is this is truly thrilling i am uh i've been <laughs> agonizing over this list all morning and by all morning i mean the last like half hour <laughs> and even so when we got on the call today before we started recording i am sitting here marking up a printed out <laughs> spreadsheet that you that you mm-hmm. made up uh marking things as high priority low priority uh and then just like who i who i want on my list i'm i'm, I'm so excited to get into it and and honestly uh, going back over and, and thinking over these characters again we play some mm-hmm. pretty good games. These games are pretty good. They got yeah. some pretty good characters in them. Yeah. Um, so just to explain how this yeah. is going to work for the listener. Um, so we have before us a big list of um, all of the war children from Fire Emblem Three Houses, minus the uh, DLC characters, because mm-hmm. we didn't play the DLC on air. All of the 13 Sentinels, all 13 of them, mm-hmm. and all of the Mass Effect squad mates. Um, and we will each be drafting our 16 favorites from this list the catch is once somebody's drafted the other person can't draft them so it's gonna get competitive i think yes um and i told aj before we started i was like i have a prediction for how the first few rounds like are gonna go like what (laughs) what is gonna be the theme of those first few rounds but i I will say it after then after we've chosen the 16 we will each get from each game 
one wild card pick, and that is characters who um, are not in these like these main rosters. So, for example, your Dr. Chakwas's, <laughs> your Fluffy the Cats, your um, Gerald, Raya, Gerald. Yeah. So Raya, um, geez. <laughs> I know that was a rough pick. <laughs> I was just like NPCs, NPCs. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, that's that's going to be the plan. Very excited to get started. I think that's all of the rules. Great. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. So we're going to decide who goes first by flipping a coin. I have yeah. a um, a William Henry Harrison $1 coin here because that's what was in my desk drawer. We hardly you, knew you, like- Willie. <laughs> Rest in peace. Uh, the president with the shortest term ever because he refused to wear a coat at his inauguration and got pneumonia and died. AJ. Woo. Yes. Heads or tails? <sighs> tails okay i haven't flipped a coin in god knows how long so this is gonna be a disaster it's heads fuck it's damn William it. henry harrison's head uh, <laughs> i'm so sorry William. i'm so sorry oh my god. okay betrayed, betrayed by willie henry by... harrison <laughs> god oh geez fuck. now i feel like i'm biased for having done the the coin flip now it feels wrong <laughs> we can um, do we can do what i was going to do for my my coin flip option is it this <laughs> this uh ds cartridge of castlevania portrait of ruin you want to do a second one just to see i'll still call tails and we'll, we'll see it's heads so there you go okay we, all right it's ordained <laughs> we landed castlevania up Okay, so again, we are we are competing with each other. And so these the picks do not be scandalized if who I pick or who AJ picks at the beginning is like, really, that's your favorite. No, they're not our number one favorite. They're one of our favorites who we're afraid the other one is going to (laughs) grab. Exactly. Yeah, there's there's there is strategy here. Uh, (laughs) Really? All right. Um, Okay, I'm ready to fight. Let's go. So my first round draft pick is the one, the only, Felix Fraldarius. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that feels... Is he on your list? He was there, yeah. Um, okay. But I'm not I'm not as upset as I think you will be with my number one pick. Don't, don't fucking do this to me. Who is Tally Zoravas Normandy. Oh my God, okay. No? Okay, good, great, cool. All right. That's uh, not who I thought you were... I'm, I'm upset about that, but that's not who I thought you were going to say. Um... <laughs> My second round pick will be Yuki Takamiya. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, yeah. God. Yuki I knew that. So I knew bad. that. I knew I needed to to get. I knew if I wanted Yuki, I needed to get in there early. Yeah, you you had you had to get in there early. Uh, Yuki's yeah. great. Um, I would say maybe equally as great is one Nenji Ogata. <gasps> oh my god. Our, my sweet pompadoured son. I can't believe I had him so much further down my list. I was like, I know AJ likes Ogata, but I don't think he like. I, oh, I even had yeah. him. Oh, he was so far down my list. Nice, oh, nice, nice, nice. Oh, nice, this nice. pains me. This pains me. Yes. Okay, cool. Oh, it's it's on. <laughs> um, in that case, mm. <laughs> the gloves are I'm, off. I'm, I'm, cha- I'm changing go. my strategy here. All right. <laughs> no, no, no. Then you're going to fuck me. Um. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, sorry. I'm just. No, you're good. Um. Okay. Because I can't. I can't lose this one. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Garrus. Yes, of course, of course, of course. Yeah. 
I was yeah. I, 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 I I know I'm going to I'm going to probably regret not picking someone else there. But yeah, yeah. I, 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 I do feel like I knew that there was no way you weren't going to have Garrus on your list like oh. in this draft. Um, mm-hmm. So I was I was basically planning on giving Garrus to you. So, OK. All right. There was I have I have one like that where I was like, I'll give this one up to Thank AJ. Um, I don't even remember who it was. But um, <laughs> but yeah, that's who I was afraid you were about to take when you yeah. said Tali. Yeah. OK. My number three pick is Thane Krios. Fuck. Yeah, that's who I that's nice, who I nice. was. Yeah. But I just I'm like, I'd rather have Garrus than Thane. And that was yeah. The, yeah. 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 Um, now that we're 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 three rounds in, did you want to say how you thought these first few rounds were going to go? <laughs> Not yet, because okay. I still think what I thought was going to happen is going to start happening soon. Um, okay. Although I don't I don't know, because I actually I changed my list a lot from mm. where it was. There was when I was first making this list, I was like, OK, who do I need to get in? Sure. Early. And it ended up being a lot of Black Eagles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, there's going to be a run on Black Eagles. <laughs> Shit. You've got because me. It's so, yeah, it's so funny. Uh, no, I won't. I won't talk anymore about that because I don't okay. want to give up any of my strategies. Sure, here, but, sure, sure, um, sure. Yeah. Um, OK, so that's the first three rounds. That's the first three. We're on round four. Round four. It's my turn. Mm-hmm. I I need him on my side to help me. With this this draft, in fact, I need the master tactician, Mr. Claude Von Regan. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good he, he's a good boy. <laughs> he's a good boy. He's a good boy. That stings a little bit, but I'm I, I, well because I feel. But I'm I'm okay. I'm okay giving up Claude because I feel like Claude is obviously universally loved. You know, yeah. everybody loves Claude. Claude. Is, Claude is yeah. He's like he's he's a first round draft pick, and and like yeah. if this were like a true fantasy football situation mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my number four draft pick mm-hmm. really rotating all this stuff right now in my head is takatoshi hijama okay our dumb yakisoba pon son yeah i had him in my like low priority list yeah that's what i think i i i wasn't sure how mm-hmm. himbo centric your like your 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 high priority list was ogato is much higher priority mm-hmm. i'll just yeah he's that. he's He's chief himbo up here. I mean, I, I there's there's yeah. definitely one more that that gives him a run for his money. But I would say they're they're neck and neck those two. Yeah, yeah. Of all the the games that we've played, yes. <laughs> that reminds me. After this, I should tell uh, everyone the categories that I oh yes. I had created when I was uh, sort of brainstorming how to work this. But we we can get there. Yeah. Round five. Round five. Round five. The Black Eagles bloodbath begins. I am taking Linhart. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't think you'd be too broken up about that one. I I do love Linhart. I do love Linhart and I think he's he's got a good uh, character and a fun story, but I'm I'm fine with him not being there. I do think one Black Eagle I feel like I cannot lose is Petra. I knew you were going to say gotta, Petra. Yeah, I, I, I fucking knew it. I got I got to get I, Yeah. Pet that that is I remember now. I I had her further down my list mm-hmm. and I was like I would love to get her. Mm-hmm. I feel like AJ's going to get her first <laughs> and I'm willing to take sure. that risk. Yeah. But yeah. I I, I respect I appreciate yeah. that. I appreciate that. Yeah. She's um, just so great. She's fantastic. She's so good. Yeah. I find in, in, in nope. <laughs> We'll get there at the end. Um, <laughs> I can't. I can't keep giving away important yeah. work product of my mental impressions, yes, of course, and strategies, of course. 
But continuing with uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses, I am going to take the queen herself, Hilda. Ugh, ouch. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's she- fine. That's fine. Because right now I was just going back and forth between who I wanted to pick first. Um, and honestly, I'm not even sure if this one is going to be on your list. Uh, my next pick is Marianne. From the Take game. her. Yeah, I love. Take her. Ugh. Wow. That was, I'm surprised by that one. I didn't realize you loved Marianne. I love much. Marianne. I think her character is so great. She is so sweet. Uh, I love her little, her little development and uh, going into the second half of the game. Mm-hmm. She's she's sweet. She's she's uh Yeah. I don't know. I like I like her. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I just uh she was never like I didn't realize she was like Yeah, it, it know, that might have been like an favorite. after after we finished, I realized mm-hmm. how much I loved Marianne. Um That's fair. Because my 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 friend Andy is a huge Marianne fan. Uh, a, a big uh Mary fan. <laughs> a big Mary fan, yeah. There's uh a lot of Hilda X Marianne uh mm-hmm. fanfic and uh they're really in on that. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so Marianne is my number six pick. Okay. Okay, going with my gut. Yeah. This is nerve-wracking, honestly. It is. It really <laughs> is. There's a lot that goes into this. Um, all right. Okay. Hopefully I won't live to regret uh, devi- deviating from the order that I had. Okay. But I decided on the fly, I don't want them to be apart. I need to take Natsuno Minami to be with Yuki Takamiya. Yeah on a team together yeah. i would never separate them yeah that's i mean that's that's absolutely true yeah i think i'm i'm, I'm okay giving up natsuno because i i feel like i love natsuno's character but i feel like no never mind she is like one of my favorites she's she's so good i was about to disparage her story, she's yeah her like, story is great. She's, she's one of the best she's a great character i was gonna say she her, her story and stuff is supported a lot by other characters but like without her in those stories then the story is not as fun i don't think yeah she's great uh okay round seven aj what you got round seven aj Back to the Black Eagles. I got to take Bernie. Okay. Now I have to. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) You keep giving away trade secrets almost. (laughs) (laughs) I I will tell you Bernie was not on my list. Really? I, I, I love Bernie, but it's just when it came down to brass tacks, and I really had to make some some tough calls. Sure, sure, sure. I was like, I'm. I will give AJ Bernie. Yeah. I think honestly, uh, mm, mm, no, I won't say anything either. <laughs> <laughs> Round eight. Okay, and now I'm. I'm glad I made the call that I did because uh, my friend is still here. Mm. There are. 2000 something uh, programs in this platform fuck. and they're all mine. Shit. I'm taking Legion. Fuck, fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck. I knew, I knew, I knew that one would sting uh, and I'm sorry. Yeah. Damn it. I thought I, I thought I had more time. I thought I had more time. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. I don't even know if this person's on your list and they were a low priority for me. If not, like I'm okay with not having them. Mm-hmm. But the more I think about it, the less oh I think I could do without James. I need James in my list. You did this just to hurt me. (laughs) (laughs) No, I had him in my low priority. He was like, AJ's not going to take James. He's great. I'm sorry. He's so good. I know you took him on all those missions and you you got all the- my Ed Hardy boy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I took him on all the final missions. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I, I- I, he really, he really, uh, in, in these last eight rounds, has like really made me consider mm-hmm. uh, what what qualifies a favorite. And I think James is the game wouldn't be the same. Wow, the game wouldn't be the same. Yeah, you know? 
I mean, good for James. Good for James. I'm glad. Yeah. It's nice that, that we fought over him. You yes, know? he deserves it. This is another one where I'm like, this could be this could be a huge loss for you or you could just be like, hmm, OK, <laughs> um, but I am going to take Ferdinand von Eyer. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do love him and I love his energy and everything he brings but i he's there's just so many others vibes are immaculate above him for me um the vibes are immaculate mm-hmm. he is i mean he he is in your collection of little guys i think he belongs right alongside your 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 other little guys <laughs> thank you he's home he's home yeah he's home with you for sure um <laughs> next up my round 9 i got to secure i got to secure dorothea i need i, I got to have dorothea here okay. in the roster yeah that is another one that I, I had to really when it came to Black Eagle, I was, I was like, I really need to pick the favorites mm. and let the rest go. <laughs> the rest so go. Doroth- <laughs> Dorothy was not on my list. I was like, I got to I got to get Zen with it. Um, round 10. Round 10. As any anyone who's done a fantasy draft knows your roster is not complete without a 50,000 year old grandpa. And so I am taking Javik. Wow. Okay. Javik, not on my list. Surprised he's on yours. Wow. Honestly. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think as a character, I think having him having a Prothean is really, really interesting. Yeah. And his perspective and stuff, but wow. Okay. I just, I, I just love whoever wrote him. Just, they made a meal of it. Yeah. And I just love his dialogue. Yeah. I think it's so good. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next up. In my list is one Kasumi Goto. Fuck. Yes. Okay. I knew I I, I knew that was gonna sting, and I'm sorry, but yeah. I I, I in retrospect, in retrospect, sh- I should have taken her. Honestly, surprised. That was yeah. That was long, a yeah. that was a miscalculation on my part. <laughs> After all of the the measures I took to protect my trade secrets, yeah. <laughs> you think I would have been more um, <laughs> more careful there? Yeah. Uh, continuing on this run of Mass Effect characters for mm-hmm. my round 11, I am going to take Rex. <sighs> okay. I knew you were going to take Rex and I had made peace with really? that. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Rex and Garrus, I was I like, was, I, I was surprised just... he wasn't. That makes sense. I, just, I, I love I, how, I love how for you, it was like, I got to let some Mass Effect characters go. And for me, I was like, I have to let <laughs> some, some Black Eagles, Eagles go. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. But also, look, I have a guess about who your last uh, pick is going to be <laughs> okay. um, that I will not say right now. Do you want me to take my headphones off and then you say it and then I'll put my headphones back? Yeah, on? yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Do you want? Do you? Do you happen to have any guesses about mine? I, I'm wondering. Your final pick? Yeah. Yeah, I can. I can. I can, mm, Yeah, I can make a guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. I'll, actually, so I'll All take right. my headphones off and then you and then you say and then give me a thumbs up and I'll put them back on. All right. Okay. Okay. There's no fucking AJ knows. There's no fucking way that I am. I'm taking Edelgard, so he's taking Edelgard last. Uh, okay. All right, I'll take mine off. All right. I think Kim's final pick is going to be Dimitri. Uh, I'm, I'm going back and forth between Dimitri and Raphael, but I'm, I think it's going to be Dimitri because I think there's a chance she thinks that I like Raphael. So that that's it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was long. Yeah, well, I, 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 well, you know me. I can't ever make a decision, yeah. so I did flip-flop a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah the for for those uh listening because you can't see us the first thing i did was close my eyes and then i was like wait that won't work because <laughs> i need to see the thumbs up to put my headphones back on yeah 
Did you do your round 11? Uh, my round 11. No, you just took oh, yeah. Rex. I took Rex, uh, and yeah. I, in that same vein, am going to take Grunt. Okay. You have one, yeah. I'll take the other. That's fine. Yes. <laughs> Parent trap uh, style. Yeah. As, as long as I got one of <laughs> one them. One Krogan each. Yeah. As long as I got one of them and I had, I had a feeling you would pick Rex first, uh, I was happy. So I'm, okay. I'm, I'm more than happy to have Grunt, my, my tube son. Love that. Okay. So we're at five more left. <laughs> Thank you. I was just doing the same thing. My number 12 pick is Tomi Kisaragi. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Is she on your list? Oh, yeah. She's great. She's okay. She is an all timer. Um, just unmatched. I think her her vibes are are immaculate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm getting really nervous. I'm getting really nervous. <laughs> okay. This is a panic pick. Oh, no. <laughs> this is a panic pick. Uh, okay. Because I, I, I was like, there's no way. And then the more I think about it, I'm like, there is a, a sum of a way. Um, I got it. I got to take Morden before you maybe get to him but i also feel like there's a way that you didn't even have him on your list wasn't on my list yeah <sighs> that that was one that i was like that's for aj i appreciate that oh, but that's your that's your boy yeah he was he was he was down there but i i, I started i got two in my head i got two in my head about it <laughs> uh, okay okay round 13 um i not gonna lie I'm feeling pretty comfortable that I'm going to get the rest of my my picks. I have a feeling I know. Yeah, I have a feeling I know what is about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am going to take Ash. OK, sounds great. Goodbye. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, I know you don't care about that. <laughs> yeah, I I really tried. I didn't really try. No, I had Ash, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't really give him. He was fine. Uh, I am taking Lysithia. Okay. Gotta get Lysithia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I had a feeling you'd go for her. It's time for me mm-hmm. here in round 14 mm-hmm. to take Raphael. Of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah. He was another like mm-hmm. sure thing. That's that's for you. <laughs> I yeah. My next pick is uh Caspar. I love Caspar. Okay. I love my 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 blue haired punch boy. You do love him. Little buff boy. Little buff boy, he's great. <laughs> He's so, he's so good. <laughs> Here in round 15, I, I'm i bringing my boy home. It's it's to do. Nice. Yeah. If, it, if, if there were no competition, he would have been like top of the list. Part, yeah. But I was like. Part of me was like. Part of me was like. That's an do easy I, pick for me. I was like, do I be like the biggest shit <laughs> and say Dedu Yeah, first? you could have. I was. You could have done that. I was really, that, really on the fence about that. But I didn't know. That would have changed. The entire vibe of the draft. Would be, I would have gone Edelgard first if you did that. I think it would have become really, really <laughs> hostile if I'm being totally honest. Um, next up is Leone, my favorite golden deer. My wife. Your wife. My wife. Uh, my final pick is Caden. Caden. <laughs> Shit. Who did you think it was? There he is. <laughs> Whoa. I said I thought it would be Dimitri. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I yeah, really wasn't. Fine. I re- yeah, he's fine. And I know you like kept, we have a lot of issues with his story and stuff. I just wasn't. Oh, man. Dang. All right. Well, that was my final. I was flip flopping back and forth between Raphael and Dimitri for you. Oh, OK. Uh, and I'm pretty sure you um, like orbital laser sniped me by saying my final pick was going to be Edelgard. Yeah, um, I was like, of course, you know, I'm not going to pick her. It's the easiest, safest. Like, yep. 
Yep. Yep. Yep. Yep. All right. So uh, should we read out our final? Oh, wait, no, we got to do the wild cards. Wild cards. Yeah, we got to do the wild card. Yeah. Okay. Um, starting with Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yeah. Um, Are we doing one from each game? One from each game. Yeah. Oh, okay. Starting with Fire Emblem Three Houses. I actually, I think my second choice here is one that you are probably, maybe, I don't know. Mm. No, I just remembered you have weird predilections. Um, I, okay. Anyway. <laughs> I know what you think my I weird know, predilections I, are. And yes. I will not be shamed for it. All right. Well, anyway, I'm taking Sedith. Cool. I'm taking Shamir. That's who the second pick was. Okay. I was like, if they don't pick Hanneman, I think yeah. they pick Shamir. Uh, look, I almost picked Hanneman so I could be hostile about it. Uh-huh. But look. Should we? But look, I'm realizing, may, mm. is it a little unfair? Because if I go first, then I always get, like, should we do two from each, two wild cards from each uh, game? Um, Just to even it out? Because it does seem a little unfair, doesn't it? You know what? Do you want to just go to 20? I'm realizing we're going to have 19 and I hate that number. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 So four wild cards then. Yeah. Four wild cards. And that's, that's, that's Any nice. Game. The, yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm ready if you are. Okay. Uh, all right. So then are we just, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So that was, that was, that was round 17, 17. <laughs> all right. Round First 18. Round, round. round 18. I gotta have my dad Anderson. Okay. Yeah. Mass effect. Yes. Sounds great. Cool guy. Cool guy. Cool dad. <laughs> um, I need to have my shuttle pilot, Steve Cortez. Oh, ooh, I knew it. I knew gotta it. Gotta have him. I, I, I knew I was taking a risk with that one, but I was like, if between the two of them. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that means, however, mm -hmm. I get to take Miss Aria to look. Ouch, 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 ouch. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I realized like the girl boss energy with Hilda, Tomi, and Arya, arguably the three biggest girl bosses of the three games. Yeah. Wow. This is a yeah. stacked roster. There's going to be a lot, a lot of <laughs> infighting. Yeah. I am going to take one <laughs> BJ okay. uh, from uh, 13 Sentinels. Yeah. He's just too good. Yeah. He's just too good to leave behind. Yeah. I I do regret. I was thinking of taking him earlier to keep him with Yuki and, and not Snow. But I was like, I don't I don't want him as much as I want some of these other folks. And so I. Yeah. Part yeah. of part of that is because I think BJ's story arc is so interesting. Mm -hmm. And also he's just like a cute little like yeah, yeah. robot E.T. Like that's awesome. That's yeah. Awesome. You get to have very cool character. Who's also like a cute little guy. Yeah. And then you get to like when he the first time he turns into a little helicopter by just like flipping yeah. his feet over. You get to go, oh, my God, what? Yeah. He can turn his little feet over in the helicopter now? Cry, scream, sob. Uh, yeah, cry, um, scream, sob. Yeah. All right. Round 20. Last last one. Last wild card. Last draft. Yeah. I am taking, <laughs> keeping with the theme, I'm realizing, <laughs> Erdnot Bakara. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Erdnot Bakara. Uh, absolute queen, literally. Yeah. Um, Great stuff. The Krogan Queen. <laughs> Krogan Queen. I think uh, in a similar vein, maybe, maybe not. I have to go with the star 
the true star of the Omega DLC, Nyrene Kandros. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I, 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 she must be immortalized. She deserves it. <laughs> you know who yeah. is? Yeah, that's that makes sense. I'm glad Nyrene got picked. I almost thought you were going to say the true star of Mass Effect 1, Captain Kirahi, who was was further yeah. down on my wild card list. Um, yeah. Yeah. Kirahi's great. I, I just think we don't really. We, I mean, we meet him for a hot minute and he does show back up in three, but yeah. it's just uh he is just a dude that loves to be in the military. And I don't know if that's exactly <laughs> yeah. the vibe that I really like. Um, but I guess also kind of Shamir's. Well, she doesn't love to be in the military. She does love to fight, though. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Want to hear this? Should we do this full lists? Yeah, I think we do the full lists again. I think uh, okay. just one to one to 20. And remember, this is not in in this like not in order. order. Yeah. This is in a strategic, <laughs> strategic play. Order. Don't get on our asses. <laughs> um, right. Wow! I, I, looking back, I can't believe neither of us took Hubert. I he was. I he loved, fucked it up at the end. <laughs> he fucked it up at the end. He he revealed yeah. actually no, I'm an incel. Actually, I'm an incel. Um, yeah, yeah, and and it really, really, really just. It went from like fun rancid to like actually rancid. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. He was I, I was flipping flip flopping back and forth because like I get that that's kind of part of his character. But mm-hmm. like I also don't I don't think it was really that intentional of a part of his character. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like I think him being like, yeah, you know, I'm doing this for love it is. But then him being like, well, she couldn't like she can't handle making decisions on her own. Like, I don't think that was a purpose. That didn't feel like a purposeful choice. Mm-hmm. Of like, oh, this makes him even shittier. This just feels like, yeah, this is what it is to like love somebody. I don't know. Yeah. And like, it's just like, that's not, that's not the vibe. It's bad. Yeah. Okay. So my full list mm-hmm. was Felix, Yuki, Garrus, Claude, Linhart, Hilda, Natsuno, Legion, Ferdinand, Javik, Rex, Tomi, Ash, Raphael, Dudu, Caden, Sedith, Anderson, Aria, and Bakara. Beautiful. And mine is Tally, Nenji Ogata, Thane, Takatoshi Hijiyama, Petra, Marianne, Bernadetta. <laughs> it's just a block of <laughs> Fire Emblem 3 characters. Uh, James Vega, Dorothea, Kasumi Goto, Grunt, Morden Solis, Lysithia, Caspar, Leone, Oh fuck! What's what's her last name? It's something Petrelli. Is that what yeah, it's, it's something like Italian. that. It's very Italian. Very funny. Uh, Edelgard, and then my wild cards are Shamir, Steve Cortez, BJ, and Nyrene Kandros. Uh, wow! Wow! Your one and two still stung for me to hear. I'm. <laughs> I I had to get them. I had. I, to yeah. Have no, them. you 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 played it the right way. Um. Yeah. yeah. I'm still. I'm. I'm really burned that you got Legion. Um, yeah. Really hurts. And Tommy. I mean, Tommy's just was was putting Felix as my first was not necessary. Not the play. No, not necessary. So crazy because I, I thought I, I really thought you liked him a lot. I did like him a lot, but I like other characters. Yeah, <laughs> I liked him. I think a lot of the reason I liked him so much in my Black Eagles run um, was because he was really good at fighting with sword and magic. He's really good at fighting. He's so good <laughs> at sword. Of anybody, of anybody on any of these lists, he's the best at sword. He is the best at sword. You, you can't say he's not. Yeah. So at least I have that. Imagine if one of us put Kai Lang on our list. <laughs> 
I think we just, just stop the podcast. Cl- yeah, right just here. get clowned on for the rest of eternity. <laughs> I will say some. I was just looking through this list and some other surprises aside from Hubert Miura. I'm surprised didn't get drafted by I either also of us. Was re- was he was down my Miura. list, but just not. But you got BJ, so you kind of got him. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, part of me was like, well, if I get BJ in the in the wild card, then I can say that I got Miura. Yeah, I, I I agree. Miura is is great, and so I did kind of cheat by saying yeah, yeah. I got BJ instead. Um, Liara also a surprise. Liara, look, is interesting and fine. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, is my girlfriend. But I don't know. I never really like. They don't f- give her enough to do. They don't. There's there's so much in the latter half. It, they, they almost give her like the latter half Mass Effect 2 uh, mm-hmm. treatment in Mass Effect 3. Yeah. Like, she's just once there. Once Thessia happens, she's just like, hey. And even before that, like a lot of her scenes just are just like, hello, mm-hmm. I'm the shadow broker. And like even with like romantic options and stuff, there's like not much. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, which kind of stinks. Um, uh-huh. But there is one. Oh, my God. There is a scene. There is a scene. Oh, yeah. That um, we'll talk about today. So that yeah. We will talk about today. Yeah. Um, because, dear listener, this is the beginning of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, I do just want to uh, to close close the loop. Um, one mm. that I want to say I was surprised made my own list, but or my my like potential list was Ignatz. I almost yeah. had Ignatz at the end there. He really grew on me. Yeah, I love Ignatz. Yeah. I was surprised there weren't more Blue, blue lions. lions. I mean, I know there's a fair amount of blue lions on I, here, but like, yeah. So that was the thing that I was trying not to say the entire time is that mm. I think, in terms of individual interesting characters, I think Black Eagles mm. wins the day. But Blue yes. Lions to me is the is a really good ensemble cast in terms of just like how their stories all intertwine in this like shared history that we have. They they've all got the Glen. Yeah. Through line. I will say I I I I think actually Golden Deer had a lot of super interesting characters as well. I feel like Golden Deer was like the perfect balance of the two where like everyone's interesting yeah. in their own right and they come together to form this like weird like fun ensemble of like high school kids yeah well because i think they're the most mix of nobles and commoners mm-hmm. right yeah um which i think just gives a lot of diverse backgrounds um, yeah which also goes with the whole golden deer thing mm-hmm. i did just want to share before we before we end the segment that i was brainstorming how exactly to do this and one idea that i yes. had was to put people in categories and be like we're gonna draft from this category now we're gonna draft from this category and like finding common mm-hmm. categories throughout all the games so i wanted to share what those categories were <laughs> um we, this, we obviously didn't end up doing this because like it was too uneven there would be like four people in one category and like 10 in another Dang. and it was just yeah. weird <laughs> um and then also there were some who just like i could not fit into any category um yeah. so but i did just want to share those were uh little buff boy <laughs> which they didn't necessarily had to be little because you had like to do and Raphael in there, but you also had like Caspar, uh, Rex and Grunt were in there. Uh, cinnamon roll, that's your your sweet peas, your Mercedes Ignatz, uh, Flane. When I still was there was a time when I had Garrick Mock uh, faculty in there, Miura Cortez, Girl Boss. Obviously, we have Edelgard, Dorothea, um, Tommy, uh, Miranda, Samara. Um, then there was I Love When Women, which is just. <laughs> Uh, women I have crushes on um, <laughs> Petra yeah. uh, Yuki Liara was down here Tali was on here um, Kasumi 
Then there was Baby Girl. Uh, this was a low-key one of my favorites. Included <laughs> Linhart and Hubert. Uh, Hubert being on there is really good. Yeah. Uh, he's Yama, Agata. Uh, <laughs> I put Thane in this one. I put James in this one. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't understand why. Asshole, which was one that started specifically for Felix and then came to include. Uh, eventually, I merged it with a category called Fuckboy. So um, mm. you have... Uh, like your Sylvains in here as well. Lawrence, Renya Goto, Shui Amiguchi. I put Garrus in here for fun. Um, <laughs> Javik. And then this is where it start started to fall apart. There was there. <laughs> so that was Juro, um, <laughs> a Ryoko, uh, Jacob and trainer <laughs> when trainer God. was still in here. There. Yeah. Then that, um, <laughs> this is really weird. It started to fall apart. Cause then I just have robot. <laughs> Which is Ely Chin and PJ. And then uh, defying categorization, we have Morton wow. Solis. <laughs> I couldn't put yeah. I couldn't put him anywhere. Wow. And you don't think Morton's baby girl? I yeah, I think that's probably where he'd end up. It's just yeah. like out of necessity, but <laughs> yeah, the this this idea just didn't work, so I had to scrap it, but I did want to share it for fun. Um so yeah, that would took an hour. <laughs> Um, this um, is really fun. This is great. A, a, a wonderful bullshit to, to send us out kind of, a, a you know, a look back at, at mm -hmm. all of our kids. Um, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Kim, for putting together these lists of all the characters. Of course. Um, uh, a delight. And I, I, I am sorry about Tally and Benji, but I had to have them. That's okay. I'm, I'm sorry about Legion. Mm. All right. Well, I guess we can't delay it any longer. Mm -hmm. It's time to talk about well actually we can delay it a little longer because we're not talking about the end quite yet because no. <laughs> we have some scenes to catch up on with various squad mates from the silver sun i almost said the silver sun pickups that is the band yeah. uh, from the silver sun strip so let's do that mm-hmm yeah um so I, I, the first one I wanted to touch on was the one with James. Yes. Which uh, he just like comes over. Uh, he was like, oh, nice place. Hey, by the way, is it true that you and Tali are together? And I was like, we you were definitely on a mission with us where you found that out. But yes. And then he like gets very close to asking how we have sex and then decides not to. Um, <laughs> oh, man. But then uh, he's like, anyway, so I came here to show you this. And he takes off his shirt mm -hmm. to show me his N7 tattoo. Um, tattoo. Yeah. And then he, he's like, all right, I'm going to go. <laughs> like he literally yeah. just came to take off his shirt and leave. Except... Uh -huh. On his way out, he gets excited when he sees there's like one of the guest rooms has like a punching bag in it and he gets mm. really excited and starts punching, mm -hmm. punching the punching bag and then doesn't leave. Yeah. Just delightful. Um, also, he you can while he's doing that, you can use the pull up bar in there. And he's like, oh, yeah. my my record is like it was it something ridiculous. One hundred and eighty two. Yeah. He was like, oh, see if you can beat it. Um, so I assume that you can actually sit there and do it. And if it if you do it, it will pay off. But it is extremely tedious to do these pull ups. And so I have not done that. Yeah, um, I did. Are you fucking kidding me, AJ? <laughs> That's how I know it's 182 because you have to do 183. Because I thought, I thought <laughs> surely you get something for doing this. An achievement at the very least. Kim, 
you get nothing. Seriously, he doesn't even acknowledge it? Literally nothing. Throughout the, the whole thing, he's like, you're at 10. Great. And then he like will check in every like 20 or so. Uh-huh. And then once you pass a once you pass 100, he like he stops checking in with like numbers and just like, yeah, you're doing great. And so I had to like count down my head. Oh, my um, God. Uh, but it does stop you once you reach 183. So you don't have to like get the number and then stop doing uh-huh. that because it's just it's just a series of renegade and paragon like. Yeah. Uh, uh, quick time responses. And then when you're done, he goes wow how are you feeling and you can choose like i'm tired or like i could keep going and uh, so i chose that one and gordon was like i could do another 183 and he's like nice and then he keeps punching the punching bag and that's it you don't get an achievement you don't get like a cool weapon or like uh, armor or, oh. or, or or anything you get nothing oh you get of course nothing. i mean i wouldn't expect that stuff i would expect at least a little more of him i don't know shit talking you or something yeah well, wow. I thought maybe we would get like a like we would get like a special N7 armor that doesn't like change mm. much, but it's just like has like his tattoo as a design on it or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anything. Literally anything. It took me like 10 full minutes. I can't like, believe you did that. The 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 you have to wait for the prompt to show up. I know it's annoying. And then there's like a, a a half second, uh, animation of you (laughs) doing a pull up every, like every, like 12 to to 18 pull ups. It changes angles to keep it a little bit spicy, I guess. But geez, that was a waste of time. (laughs) That's really funny. You don't even get an achievement, which is really upsetting to me. Like that's the, the bare minimum is like, nice. You out pull up James, you get nothing. Yeah. It's, absolutely criminal it is it is kind of amazing that it isn't an achievement that seems like an easy (sighs) yeah unless i just it didn't trigger for some reason because my game has glitched before and so Mm, maybe it didn't my yeah i will talk about a glitch today (laughs) oh yeah that's fine but yeah, yeah that was a fun one the other ones I briefly wanted to mention are just, well, maybe we can t- like talk about them sort of flip-flopped, but I, my Liara scene, which was probably different from your Liara scene was nice. She's just like, Oh, I learned to play this song on the piano and it's, um, it's just vigil or <laughs> what some song from the game, maybe not vigil. Cause I don't think that oh, I didn't even clock that. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, it might be, I think it's like Liara's theme. I think is what it's called. But, oh, um, interesting. So that's a fun one with the romance. It, it doesn't change much. I mean, that's basically what it is. Um, you know, she tells her like Dr. Oleana, who was like an arch, uh, one of the arch, what? Archaeologists. One of the archaeologists, thank you, <laughs> would like bring a keyboard with her on all the digs for some reason. And it was raining really bad one night. And so they were stuck inside. So she taught her how to play that song. Um, and then you walk away and Liara starts just talking about her feelings and stuff. And mm-hmm. she's like, I'm really worried about all this, you know, end of the galaxy stuff going on. And then Glyph starts playing the piano. What? Um, and the song just like plays in the background ambiently. It's so nice. And then uh, Liara said, uh, uh, yeah, Liara says, I'm glad we could do this. And uh, Gourtney said, we should do this more often. And Liara says, yes, maybe after. And then like trails off is like mm. maybe after we beat the reapers is the end of that sentence and then uh gortney finished the sentence with every day after Aww. which is really sweet that is and then really it, sweet. It, it it goes back to the angle from like the the piano keys and they're like gortney and and liara are out of focus in the background and they they embrace and it's very sweet yeah um, i love that that was it uh the tolly romance scene yeah 
So she shows up at the house. She references a line from Fleet and Flotilla, which is the vid about a Quarian and Turian who fall in love. And so we end up watching it and like we sort of it's like implied like the you know, there it's like lovers from two different worlds. So it's supposed to be like echoing our love story. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, you know, we watched it every time me and my friends had a sleepover and we memorized the lyrics from the musical. And she's like, wait, we can do sing along mode. And so she turns oh on sing along mode and she starts singing along. <laughs> Like wow. my girl is belting. She is like going to <laughs> wow. town. Um, okay. Yeah. And Shep's like, oh, I had no idea you were so into this. Um, and she goes, this vid FTL jumped me into puberty. And who doesn't love a good cross species romance? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so good. Yo. This is why I've been alluding to Tali liking musicals for yeah. uh, months it's because yeah. of this scene. That's really nice. That's yeah. really nice. That seems really nice even without the the romance part. Yeah. You still like watch the movie and you're like, wow, you really like this, huh? And she's like, yeah, I do. It's just like really, it's it's nice. Yeah. She, so she just doesn't serenade you. That's the only difference. No, she, yeah, she doesn't even, I don't think she even brings up the musical. She's just like, I used to watch this all the time with mm. sleepovers and stuff. And you're like, wow, cool. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Another one I wanted to briefly touch on was uh, Grunts, which is just he is <laughs> his, his, <laughs> his friends from um, Aralak Company, mm. like bust him out of the the hospital to celebrate his birthday. Yeah. <laughs> at some point you're like, it's your birthday. And he's like, no, I'm tank bread. Remember? So it's like, <laughs> it's like it's I don't just, have a birthday. It's just a pretense to go out. Um, mm. But like. <laughs> they he's like yeah so you know we drank a bit we left the hospital we broke a few windows so uh, you get called sorry i should start over you um get a call from csec he has been mm-hmm. he's like being arrested because they've gotten into so much trouble um and he's like call my friend the specter shepherd so you show up he's like yeah you know we like drank a bit and then we left the hospital we maybe broke a few windows whatever and there's like a cut of rex falling out of a window at huerta memorial yes. um extremely funny so yeah you're you're be- you basically are just like picking him up like you're his dad um yeah. <laughs> picking up uh, a kid that got in trouble with the law at, at the end you get the chance you get the choice to lie to the csec officer mm-hmm. and be like he was on specter business like don't worry about it or uh like tell the truth and just like apologize and just for fun i had gortney lie and say <laughs> that it was specter business and that you know you just let him do whatever he's doing because it's, it's it's like project flaming claws or something it was just something <laughs> something silly that was funny yeah i i made him apologize but um because i want you know i want to teach my son to be a good citizen mm-hmm. um but it, it, mm-hmm. the scene ends with you sort of walking away and saying you're my hero grunt which is really cute uh well that's funny the the end of the of mine was i love you grunt what yeah <laughs> I wanted to say I love you. Aww. Yeah, you gotta lie for him if you love him. You you lie for the I people. I do you love, love him. him. I just want him to be a good citizen of the world. <laughs> uh, I'm the uncool parent. Yeah, you're the, you're, the, you're the mean parent. Yeah. Okay, and the last one that I wanted to talk about, which I assume you also wanted to talk yeah. about, is Thane's memorial. Oh yeah. Can I just say this is another example of the game sometimes will have you start a scene and put you in the scene in your casual wear and then suddenly you're really dressed very inappropriately. So I was wearing my like vest and many (laughs) armbands. 
uh-huh. to Thane's memorial. Uh-huh. And I felt really bad about that. I was not dressed appropriately <laughs> for a memorial service. I will tell you that right now. <sighs> uh, yeah. So you, you got an email, uh, yeah, an email from Kolyad that was like, Hey, I don't remember who, who brought up the idea of, I think it's the Solarian. Um, I forget if it was the Dalatras or the, the counselor, but yeah, whoever he, he saved their life. Yeah. They bring up that they want to do a a memorial and Kolyad's like, we don't really do that, but we can do that. So (laughs) we can, can we do it at your apartment? (laughs) You say, yeah, sure. And so, uh, everybody comes over to your apartment, uh, and, you're all talking about how great Thane was mm-hmm. and it's just, it's just really sweet. Um, I didn't, I didn't write down like uh, the, the specific line. I just have like general like bits that popped out. Mm-hmm. Shepard says Thane cared for the better, better angels of our nature. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was really sweet. And then we just like hop around the room and each, each squad mate says something nice about. Thane. Yeah. <laughs> Tally brings up the fact that Drell, you know, remember everything. And and she says the fact that Thane was able to keep it under control is like a testament to to how strong of a person he was. Garrus says he wouldn't label Thane as an assassin, but as a partner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Samara, who you did not get, mm. um, says Thane's last stand was important, but let us also remember why Thane left the Normandy to keep his son away from a life of crime. Deeds such as these do not go unnoticed by the universe. They echo in all who hear them. That is why I am here. Oh, uh, which is, that really, is really nice. That's really big. Like the, there's a lot of subtext in there coming from Samara specifically. Samara. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Edie said uh, Thane was turning his life around in a way that few organics are able to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, Col- and then Kolyat says a few words. Um, yeah. When I was little. I thought my father had it all figured out. He said men must be loyal to their friends and dangerous to their enemies. But when he prevented me from from hurting someone, he had changed. He said enemies and ego are not as important as loved ones. I didn't want to hear it. I was lost. I called him a hypocrite in a thousand different ways said that he was going soft now i think maybe he did have it all figured out that's all i can say um it's so sweet it's really sad so you speak to kolyad afterwards and um he says he's he's gonna talk to the solarian counselor about getting some some funding for research into Keprel syndrome. And he's like, oh, hey, by the way, you know, I know my dad sent you some messages that didn't end up getting sent. So like, here they are. Yeah. And then you can watch the messages. Yeah. Like video messages from Thane. They're really nice. They are. Yeah. He's like just sort of updating you about his life, moving into an apartment on the Citadel and paying taxes. Yeah. (laughs) He's, you know, like hanging out with Cole yacht. And then he, the last one is really, really great. Um, He says Mm -hmm. uh, he and Cole yacht visited earth. This is obviously before, you know, the Reapers. And he he goes into like one of his his photographic memories about a sunset in New Mexico and a scorpion eating a cricket. And he's like, you know, it was great. I wish he could have joined us. But, you know, I did faint and hit my head and Kolyat convinced me to go to the hospital. So um, 
I don't want to go, but I got to trust my son. Yeah. And he says, I still don't want to die in a hospital, but that's where the doctors are. And Kolyat. Yeah. I love him. That means I must trust him. It's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. And so sweet. But it's, oh my God. We also get a weird flash of him like remembering a scorpion eating a cricket. And yeah. It's like one of those, you know, one of his memories where it just like flashes away and he's like, the the sun shoots off the screen. It's just like yeah. very strange. That was like, why, why did we get why that? that? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Why that specifically? <laughs> like what? Um, but yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know. It's weirdly so beautiful. I miss, I miss Thane. Yeah. And then uh, one final thing that I know you didn't get because my mom's alive. <laughs> Listen, I'm so sometimes sorry. you want to know what happens if you fall for the bad girl. And let me tell you, it's not worth it. And I know that now get off my ass about it. I get a call with uh, Hannah Shepard uh, and she basically is just like, hey, I'm at the crucible. Oh. Can like. I thought you were talking about say? Samara. Oh, no. I meant I, my, my actual mom. My mom is also alive. My Hannah Shepard was also oh, alive. Yeah. I got a call from her. Oh, did you? I thought you hadn't gotten any of these other scenes. I oh. Yeah, I didn't. But maybe I just overlooked them or something. I don't know. This is the first <laughs> okay, time well, I've spoken to my mom in the entire uh, game. So That's really funny. Um, okay. Well, I mean, the, the, the Samara one's nice. I mean, she just uh, shows up and is like, hey, you're cool and good at what you do. And you're like, yeah. hey, so are you. And then you're like, hey, take a compliment. And you kind of both <laughs> say that. And it's it's kind of sweet. So there, there you go. That's your Samara scene. But I did, <laughs> I did my call with Hannah Shepard uh, and she just was like talking about uh, our childhood and how we used to make up stories about saving the world and stopping bad guys. And now we're doing it for real. Uh, and she just wanted to say that she was proud of us. And that was it. It was just yeah. like really sweet. It's nice. Yeah. <sighs> now, officially, we can put it off no longer. Mm -hmm. We have to finish Mass Effect 3, the video game. Yes, indeed. But actually, I do want to put it off for a second because I want to take a little break. I yeah, I was about to say, don't you break. want to take your snack break? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take a little break. I'm going to take get a little snack uh, because we're going to be here for a while. Yeah. So we'll see you, see you in, a, in a couple seconds, gang. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> we're back. And it's time to uh, jump in. I almost made a, a, a jump, a Mario jump man joke. And mm -hmm. I didn't want you to spit your water out. So I didn't. I appreciate um, that. Because I thought it was going to be really, really funny if I talked about Mario. <laughs> <laughs> we're back and we're talking about the end of the game. Fuck. <laughs> um, we head to <laughs> the Cerberus base to beat up Tim. Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's what we're doing. Uh, like I said a while ago, not a while ago, two episodes ago, you get this like, this is your final chance. Once you start this, like you're not going to be able to do it Yeah. Uh, with, with Hackett. And then uh, you say, I'm ready to go. And then it begins. And it's, I, I didn't realize how like hyped up I was to, to start ending this game until, until I hit like, yes, let's go. And I'm just like, I was, I was just so excited the entire time. I was like shaking <laughs> on my couch. So we hop as we do with all of the final like th this is it parts of the game. We hop to our quarters, the captain's mm -hmm. quarters, and our love interest shows up. So for me was Liara. <laughs> she gives this like uh, silly like one liner of like, uh, like, oh, how did you know I was up here? And she says, uh, Edie respects your privacy, not like me. Uh, which I just thought was a silly, that is funny. <laughs> a silly thing. And then, you know, 
it's like, how are you feeling? And you're like, how are you? <laughs> so I just, yeah. how are you feeling? Uh, because if there's one thing Courtney loves to do, it's deflect. Um, <laughs> and Liar says, uh, what she wants most is for the war to come to an end while there's still a galaxy to save. Uh, and then she turns it around and says, and everyone is expecting you to do that for all of us. So that must be like really overwhelming. And Gourtney's like, yeah, it is. Like, I don't even know how to get ready for something like this. Liara says, you cudgel and threaten until the galaxy realizes that they have someone worth following. And then you sit down on, on the bed together and look up, like, out the... I guess there's a... A, a, a skylight type Skylight, thing. thank you. Yeah, there's a skylight above Shepard's bed this whole time. Yeah. And you're just, like, looking out in the galaxy, and Shepard says... Or no, sorry, Liara says... It would be easy for a single ship to get lost up there. Wouldn't it? Yeah. It would. To find some place very far away where you could spend the rest of your life in peace and happiness. And then <laughs> this 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 is the first of a couple of close-up kisses that just like don't look good because <laughs> it's a video game yeah. and it's just impossible to make look good and mm. I think we should stop trying to do close-ups and it, oh man it's bad. Yeah. But that is quickly diffused by uh Liara saying that she loves us or she loves Gourtney and then Gourtney saying I love you too uh and I just wrote we are in love my wife <laughs> in all And then it and then it's just porn and then you just get porn for like like 15 seconds on my tv screen in my living room at 10 10 o'clock at night wow yeah uh they kiss and we get like uh fade throughs of like just you know naked bodies uh and then we fade out to (laughs) a thing that we'll talk about after you talk about your love scene yeah so i um I didn't take specific notes about the conversation between sure. uh, Tali and Jin. Um, it was basically the same tenor of like, oh, you know, we're like preparing for this thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? Whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, one major difference is I don't get the porn because um, Tali's in a suit. And so, yeah, no awkward kisses. No, no awkward Ugh, sex scene. The dream. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's just uh, I think like we get a shot of her like sort of like going to take her mask off and then it fades out into the bad dream um the bad dream again not much to this one you run after the boy he runs up to a man who hugs him and it turns Mm. out it is me jen (gasps) shepherd i assume in yours it was gortney shepherd it was actually jen no it was (laughs) was so crazy they put jen in my game Uh, yeah, and then they're both on fire. Yeah. A little I, twist for you. It made me laugh. <laughs> it is so funny. It is really funny. Um, yeah. But I, I do just want to reiterate again how terrible it feels to run in these dreams, but like in the best way. Yeah. Um, they really captured the like, you're running, but you're not fucking going anywhere. They absolutely uh, Especially do, with yeah. how fast the kid is moving. Like, it looks a little silly, but then when you like you know let yourself kind of be immersed in the like this is a dream um it's like yeah this is what it feels like everybody mm-hmm. is like like sprinting off ahead of us and meanwhile we can barely move yeah uh, they really it's, it's capture such, that feeling they really really do so then you're, you're both on fire and then you wake up from your dream and uh oh <laughs> just a quick glitch note uh the kid's eyes glitched for a second and they no. weren't open when he was looking at me he just oh, like God. his eyelids were like flipped down <laughs> it was just scary. very it was very bad but then his eyes opened and it was fine and <laughs> uh then we wake up and liar's like oh you're awake and you're like yeah i'm worried about how many people are gonna die and then they kiss again and then 
Like, okay, well, I guess we have to go save the galaxy now. <laughs> yep. I wake up to like Tali putting her suit back on. She's like, oh, my system's like adapted to you. So I don't have a, re- a negative reaction to you anymore, which I'm like, that I don't think, fast. I don't think that's how germs work, but like whatever. <laughs> and, you know, she just sort of like gives Jen a little pep talk. She's like, you're doing the right thing. Nobody could have done more. She says, whenever you need me. Very sweet. Nice. And then we're attacking Cerberus. <laughs> then we're attacking Cerberus. We uh, do a little war room situation. Um, we hear Hackett is going to be leading the fleet. Um, Edie says, hey, I have to come on this mission because I know about Cerberus and, mm-hmm. and their base and all this stuff. And you're like, that's a good idea. Sounds good. And, and that's it. Did you have anything pre like we we start like going down the shuttle stuff? Um. So I just they they have you do um your character, your like squad selection here. I took mm-hmm. Tali in addition to Edie. There's also a scene like as you're flying in where you're with Joker in the mm-hmm. the cockpit or whatever. And he's, he yeah. gets upset when he realizes Edie's going. Yeah. And, uh, you know, before, before you leave, he says, Hey Shepard, keep her safe. Oh, for me, he said, tell Edie to kick some ass. <laughs> oh, are so they? I, guess I must have. I must have chose a renegade option at some point. Okay, were they? Are are they romantic in your yeah, game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, totally. I brought Garrus on this mission. Do not come at me. I needed to bring somebody who wasn't going to die in one hit. Okay, Liara is great. I love her, but she is so weak. <laughs> She's so weak. Sounds like you have you been upping her health. I don't know. She's all upgraded. She's yeah. she's she was basically fully upgraded. I mean, but I was doing a lot of the auto level up stuff because I didn't feel like going through and doing mm. all that stuff. So that's probably what it is. Yeah. Look, I'm sorry. Maybe. I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. You don't need your your love interest for this one. Yeah, uh, I did. I did take her on the the next one. Well, um, mm. I did get some <laughs> some unique Tali dialogue. We'll talk about. Them. Yeah. Well, yeah. all right. Uh, then we are in the shuttle on the way down. Uh, Steve is driving us in and. <laughs> So we're going to like the elusive man's base, the like, you know, the big Kronos station is what it's called. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just like a big, like thin rectangle of a of a station. Uh, And you're like, okay, we we're 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 heading into the launch bays. And I don't know if you looked at the like description of the the base before you you actually go into Mm -hmm. it. Um, There's a note at the bottom from Edie that's like. You know, we can't we we know there are docking bays. We know generally where they are, but we don't know the exact like shape and location and orientation of them be, because we can't scan too close or they will know we're coming. Mm. And so and so instead we fucking Steve Cortez flies us at full speed yeah. into a docking bay. Yeah. <laughs> so we just fucking slam just into force this our place. way in. It's so good. It made yeah. me laugh a lot. And then, uh, and then we begin shooting a lot of, a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of shooting. We, uh, are in, like I said, we're in this hangar and then we get, we hear over the intercom that they're about to engage, uh, whatever the protocol is called, uh, to vent the bay, which means, you know, we'll get shot into space. And so we're like, mm-hmm. okay, we have to do something about that. And so Edie is able to like keep that protocol from going into effect immediately. And then we, uh, bring a ship up into the hangar and then we turn the ship around and we launch the ship into the base, uh, yeah. which is so sick. It's Very so cool. sick. Yeah. And then, uh, right, right before we, we start making our way into the ship, uh, we fight a couple Atlas mechs, I guess is worth pointing out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then Edie is like, okay, well, here's what we should expect. You know, defense wise there, you know, there's going to be guys with guns shooting at us. And like, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, thank you. And then, uh, any more surprises like venting the hangar? No. I am aware of this facility's safeguards and can counteract them. Cerberus can merely slow us down. 
which I just think is a pretty sick line. Mm -hmm. And then we begin our way in to go find the Prothean VI, which uh, Edie says is in the central lab, um, which I didn't realize was going to be Tim's room. Was that yeah, supposed I didn't, to be? I don't know. Okay. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I also... thought it was just going to be some room and then it's, yeah. yeah no, it's just Tim's, Tim's office. Like, oh, okay. yeah. Anyway, it was cool when it happened, but yeah. we're, we're not there yet. Uh, I was just making sure I didn't miss anything. <laughs> so that feels like a pretty big, like we're going to the bad guy's house, you know, mm -hmm. like in, instead of just we're going to a lab in here. But anyway, so then as we're going through, there are just these computers that have uh, vids on them, similar to how Sanctuary had the, the ones from Miranda. We have various vids from right around Project Lazarus starting from Edie's creation and then another from... I think it was just like recent videos of Tim and yes. Kai Lang. Yes, yes, yes. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there, yeah, and there's one with uh, Tim getting implants. Right. I, I don't know. They're they're pretty interesting. I don't think there's really anything super super yeah. interesting in here. Um, uh, the, I guess the first one where they're talking about Project Lazarus yeah. is like the the scientist is like, hey, I really don't think there's a way we can do this. You know, Shepard was you know uh, left in the vacuum of space for too long. You know, she's basically brain dead. There's not really like much that we could recover here. And then he's like, all right, well, you, Mr. Scientist, are out, and Miranda Lawson's in charge now. But then that same scientist is still in all the cutscenes. Yeah, I, I don't guess. know. He's been demoted, yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, yeah it's it, it causes Shepard to be like, I am I even me or am I just like a high tech VI? And this is where I got mm. some some like unique Tali dialogue. She said, you are uh, real, real and mine. Garris said uh, it'd be surprising if it didn't mess you up, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, thanks, Garris. Thanks, Garris. Yeah, I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and it also sort of reveals that like he purposely recruited Chakwas and Joker and like people that he knew would get Shepard invested, at which point Tali goes, he needs to die. Um, I love my feisty little wife. Hell yeah. Um, nice. There's one silly little bit where they mentioned that the only thing that kept Shepard's like head from exploding was the helmet. Um, and so it's just like a, a kind of gruesome detail that's like, yeah. yeah, the only reason we were able to get Shepard's brain is because she was wearing this helmet. It's like, okay, fuck. Yikes. Yikes. <sighs> So yeah, the ED ones are interesting. You find out like she was derived from a rogue VI that mm -hmm. that Cerberus combined with Reaper Tech. This is that mission from Mass Effect One that I didn't do right, where it it overtakes the um the training lab or whatever. That was a rogue VI. I don't remember. Uh, there, there was a rogue VI mission oh. in Aspect One, and it, that's, yeah, I it guess just pinged that in my head. And I, I, that's the only other time I had, I had heard the phrase rogue VI. So it's mm. like it must be a reference to that. I don't know. Yeah, the otherwise it's just like I don't think there's anything terribly interesting except that it's revealed that the elusive man tried to regain control of the Normandy at some point after you know, we like went rogue, went our separate ways from him. And apparently after one of their attempts, Edie flooded their servers with quote, seven Zeta bytes of porn. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I believe the they said explicit images. Explicit images. Yeah. I wrote down porn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they go, I think she was making a joke. And Tib's like, oh, she does. It doesn't make jokes. Um, you know, this time we'll create you know, a new VI, Eva, who will stay in line. Who is hot. Yeah. And Shep uh, <laughs> turns to, to Edie and goes, seven Zeta bites. And she goes, most of it was Jeff's. That was a joke. <laughs> Very good. Good stuff. Yeah. Before you find the next one, um, Hackett is like, hey, like, 
we want to start firing on the base. Like, is that safe to do? And you're like, yeah, it'll be cool. We're going to be in the, the, the safest spot in the station will be the central lab. So like fire away. We'll be good. And he's like, OK. And then um, he says, uh, this isn't Elysium, Shepard. We don't need a hero, mm. uh, which is just another one of those fun little background bits that I yeah. love. And then the and then for the rest of the time, the station is shaking every once in a while, which yeah. is just a fun little a fun little touch. Then we get uh, some Kai Lang vids. It, it's whatever. He, it's Kai Lang. He's Kai like, Lang. there's nothing I'm Kai Lang now. And then Tim's yeah. like, cool. And then <laughs> ugh, I just was thinking like this Kai Lang stuff could have been so cool, but it's just like I don't know why it's so lame. I just don't know why it rubs me such I think it's the wrong way. I think that they had to either do more Kyling stuff or no Kyling yeah. stuff. There's like too yes. little for you to ever get truly invested in in this rivalry. Or maybe mm. if he had, I don't know, if he had been like someone you knew in in the Mass Effect 2 era who was an mm. ally at that time and then turned, maybe there would have been some bad enough bad blood there to like make it feel weighty it just doesn't yeah i think i I get i think that's 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 it i think it's just like it seems like kai lang hates us so much Mm -hmm. and we're like i don't even fucking know who you are i've seen you like three times in this one game like i don't yeah yeah like i just don't i'm just not invested in this i don't think you about you at all you know um but yeah, I uh, I don't know. I assume probably some of it is in one of those Anderson books. Um, yeah, at least. But yeah, still don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't put the, the, the critical lore to a character that you're introducing uh, in a book. <laughs> Yeah, no. And then we, uh, on the way to the lab, find uh, this big open area that just has the remains of the human reaper in it. Yeah. Uh, it's still scary. Still very scary. Mm-hmm. Um, they're using various parts of it for various things. They're using the head, which I guess is where like the computing stuff is stored uh, for high level computing, which I just think is really funny to just like plug a USB in mm-hmm. to uh, a reaper head because it's got a better CPU than your, your MacBook. And then... Uh, there's a vid talking about uh, soldiers being integrated with Reaper Tech. And then Tim is like, hey, Sanctuary was a success. Do a procedure on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I want the implants, basically. Yeah. And the scientist is like, OK, could be dangerous, but all right. And then he turns the camera off. Yeah. Great vibes. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we walk up some stairs to Tim's room. Mm-hmm. And I thought for sure we were about to get like a boss fight or something. I don't know, but we didn't. <laughs> I mean, well. we did, but not not in the way that I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we we roll up and Tim's not there. Very suspicious. So we take the mantle of three leg Tim for this moment mm-hmm. uh, as we look for the VI. And then Tim shows up on the hologram and he's like, hey, I've got the catalyst. And you're like, yeah, I know because you got the VI. So mm-hmm. you know, tell us where the catalyst is. And he's like, you're going to have to ask the VI. Blah, 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 mentions everything I've done has uplifted humanity. Like probably sure, not babe. really actually hasn't, but OK. Yeah. And then we we just like go back and forth and we fight a little bit. Yeah, there's he, like nothing he, interesting. Yeah, he, in he's, he says we we have the we should destroy the Reapers. No, we shouldn't. We should control them argument again. Mm-hmm. And then mentions like even if you destroy Cerberus, Cerberus is an idea and you can't destroy ideas. Uh, OK, and then he makes some really false comparisons between what Edie did with Eva's body to what he wants to do with the Reapers. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the VI and he's like, all right, see, ya. I won't let you hang out in here for too long, but enjoy. And so yeah. talking, talking to the VI and the VI reveals something that th- this is a thing that happens in uh 
the Malazan Book of the Fallen all the time mm-hmm. where a twist will be revealed and you'll go, well, fucking duh, dude. Like, of course, the catalyst is the Citadel because yeah. fucking of course it is <laughs> like, duh. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. I just yeah, like, it's, it's it's very much an echo of Mass Effect one where you're like, yes. oh, we need to get to the Citadel from Ilos. Yeah, it's the same beat. What other huge piece of ancient technology could mm-hmm. be used here? Like there's one man, <laughs> there's one. Um, so great reveal. Love that. Um, yeah, that's so cool. And then uh, we talk about like, well, you know, how can the Citadel be part of the Crucible if the Citadel was created by the Reapers? Uh, and then the VI is like, honestly, I don't really know. I just know that the Crucible is so old at some point, some cycle was like, oh, we should hook this up to the Citadel as like a big battery or whatever, mm-hmm. um, because that because it was not powerful enough to do what it needed to do without using the Citadel as like a, a jumping off point. And so you're like, OK, well, I guess I guess we got to do that. Uh, and we ask why it didn't tell us. And, uh, it just says like, I was, uh, well, I wasn't going to mention it around, uh, indoctrinated forces is what he says, mm-hmm. uh, Tim, uh, and then said he was programmed to withhold that. Or it says, I guess was yeah. programmed to withhold that information until the crucible was finished. Uh, and so now that the crucible is finished, it was able, able to tell us. Uh, and then we learn that Tim is on his way to the Citadel. Yeah, he's like, tip the Reapers off. Um, so they know we're coming. The Citadel has been moved to moved. Reaper-controlled space, which just happens to be the space around Earth. Um, <laughs> so that's where we've got to go. Um, it's all it's yeah. all coming down to this. But before yeah. we can get there... <laughs> we got to fight Kai Lang again. Yeah. Baby, uh, it's bad. It's, it's yeah. still bad. I, I turned on narrative mode for um for the end of the game just because I was like, I don't need to like I it's it these these last few bits of combat for the rest of the game are like a lot. And I was like, I just yeah. don't I don't need to it really it really gets there. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I just I, I just kicked his ass. And then, um yeah, you you get him down. Uh, you think he's he's dead. You go back to the console. I don't know what you're doing. Nobody's paying attention. Uh, Tali and Edie are like looking out at this like dying just star. Just looking out into space. Yeah. Like, okay. And Kylang gets up and he is about mm. to stab you with his sword. Mm. Uh, did you take the renegade interrupt? I did take the renegade interrupt. I did it's too. Cool. It is cool. I don't quite understand it. But Shep turns around at the last moment, realizes that Kylang is there and breaks his sword with their fist or their bracer. Yeah, I think it's the bracer. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Part, the part of the armor uh, on, on, on your wrist. Yeah. So apparently Just it was a very it. good sword. Yeah, um, a thing we could have done the whole time, I guess. Yeah, I guess. So, yeah. And then um, Shep stabs him with their omni blade mm-hmm. and says that was for thane you son of a bitch or in my case because i also lost miranda yeah that was for thane and miranda you son of a bitch i forgot yes. you also lost miranda too um yeah. and that is the end of kai lang yep and then uh <laughs> all i wrote here was oh my god this cutscene, fuck that's so cool um so <laughs> you can remind me the specific i think we, oh, we get a cutaway oh, oh, oh. to Okay, oh, so yeah. um, the VI says the Citadel's in position. Reapers are preparing for their final harvest of Earth. And Shep says, I'll stop them. And then 
Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, it's too late. I suggest you prepare to do this and this. And, and there's a renegade interrupt where you go, I'll stop them. Um, which is very cool. Okay. The yeah. scene that you're talking about, yeah. um, we get this shot. It starts with this shot of a satellite orbiting Earth that falls uh. into the shadow of something massive and that thing is the citadel which is closing up its arms like a little clam um and so that's that's where we're headed we've got Um, a big bean pod floating outside of space now yep they're floating outside of earth it's awesome Mm -hmm. it's so cool uh there's a lot of extremely cool cinematic space battle shit going on yes in this game it's fantastic Uh, so then we're back on the Normandy and we hop on vid with Anderson and give him the rundown of everything that's going on. And then we have uh, f- one final Normandy runaround. Well, kind of, because um, <laughs> we do get an additional runaround later. But this is the last one on the Normandy. Just a couple here, honestly. Uh, basically, everyone's like, this is it. Mm-hmm. You know, all that stuff. Um, Joker is drinking and we reminisce about, you know, I to- he says, I-, I told you that mission on Elysium was, was going to change everything. Or Eden or Prime. Or Eden Prime, sorry. Yeah. That mission on Eden Prime was like going to change everything. Uh, and you have the option to like, you know, shoot it down as a joke or to be like, mm-hmm. yeah, well, pff, man, it sure was. <laughs> um, and that, that was nice. Here's, here's, here's one that I, I think maybe you may have never seen. Um, uh, I, I know what you're talking about. I have seen it. I think mm, maybe not. <laughs> Do you want me to tell I've, you what I've seen? About? I've seen a clip, but yeah, go ahead. It's Diane Allers. Oh, um, <laughs> that's, that's not what I thought you were talking about. <laughs> that's why your reaction. I was like, you have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, uh, no, it's, it's Diane Allers. Um, there is a bit of characterization from Diane Allers. <laughs> Believe what? it or not, Holy at shit. the very end of the game, she explains to you that she's from a, a colony called Beckenstein. They were like an industrial colony that made binoculars. And she says made because the Reapers showed up and just nuked the place from orbit. They didn't even Oof. stop to like harvest them. They just knew that it was an industrial center for something and just just, just wiped the whole the whole colony out. And so she says, like, you know, I, she was, she's really she's really broken up about it. Uh, and then later she sends you an email um, that's basically like, hey, I just like I believe in you and I need you know, you need to do this and blah, 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 so that people can go back to to laughing again. And she says that's the laughter is really important. Normal is the best revenge. Like going back Aww. to normal is the best revenge, um, which is yeah. like great. But also you have to deal with her on your ship the entire time. Yeah. And she's just, just to get like, that. she's just like a for the rest of the game. And that moment mm-hmm. I think is really, really great, honestly. So, uh, you know, I throw some respect on Diana Lars name, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what did you think I was talking about? <laughs> I thought you were talking about Garrison Tolly. I did see Garrison Tolly kissing. Yeah. Uh, it's great. It's great. And then like you walk in and they're kissing and then you're like, Oh, Oh my God. I, uh, they're, they're like, uh, Hey, uh, I, I think my mandible got stuck on her helmet. Um, I don't know what was happening. Sorry. And it's, it's just yeah. very sweet and I love it. Um, 
I actually got a really cool alternative scene, which was they were still in there together. They're sort of like, you know, saying goodbyes and um, Mm. they're like making wagers about this final fight and like shit talking (laughs) each other. So, you know, Tali's like, do you remember like how many like Geth I killed on Ilos? And and he's like, yeah, but those are like Geth. You had an advantage. I doubt you'll be hacking, you know, the Reapers. And she's like, I have a shotgun. He goes, I'll be sure to let some forces get close enough for you to use it. Um, Polycule? Just thinking. Um, And (laughs) Chef's like, you know, you guys have been with me longer than most and believed in me and I want to thank you. Um, And Tali says, we'll finish this the way we started it together. Um, It was just really cool to like have that that interaction with the three of them. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I also, I don't normally talk to Chakwas most of the time uh in these mm. normandy down times but um i i checked and she had like a unique line for this one where mm. she's just like i'm proud of you and it yeah. was really nice that was really nice um and yeah the only other one that that stood out to me was um javik um he's you know he's like oh this is it like the deaths of my soldiers are going to be avenged he says the last prothean awaits your command and he also says there was no final battle against the reapers in my cycle a great moment lies before you commander it's very well written it's really good he's really good yeah i I mean unfortunately my final scene with liara is just like i'm worried about you i hope you don't die yeah the end (laughs) like okay yeah i also hope that thank you yeah um Whatever, man. I wish they had done with her what they did with Garrus and Tali, where like, I don't know, maybe she's like on comms with Rex and you yeah, get it's to so Yeah. It's so strange that they just like put her away in her little shadow broker box and then just don't give her anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just feel like she could be up to so much and she just like isn't. She's just like always at that terminal, not really doing mm-hmm. anything. Whatever. Yeah. Justice for my wife, I guess. Mm-hmm. So then we make our way back to Seoul, back mm-hmm. to Earth, where it all, where it all began. Um, and the Reapers are everywhere on the galaxy map. They are literally at every single place on the galaxy map. It's sick. And then, uh, and then you, you, you head there, and we get some more cool cutscene. We see an Alliance ship pulling up alongside the Normandy, uh, and it turns out that Admiral Hackett mm-hmm. is here, uh, and he, yeah. he he's going to broadcast a yakket from our uh, <laughs> everyone's RCIC. yakking it with Hackett. Oh yeah, yakking with Hackett. We're all yakking. <laughs> I really thought like he was about to show up because he shows up with like two guys who are his mm-hmm. guards, I guess. And I was just like, I was really worried that we were about to get some like he's been indoctrinated this whole time no. twist or something. It was like <laughs> no. very ominous. It like felt very Not sp- my uncle. spooky. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, hey, <laughs> what's up? And you yeah. shake hands. And then he he gives his his jacket uh, to the entire opposing force i guess we're you know the liberation force whatever you want to call the army or or whatever when you call this entire uh collection of people uh and he says we will prevail and then we get like cutaways to every army Mm -hmm. uh showing up uh you know the quarians the turians the krogan the asari uh all uh, salarians all showing up to do fighting Mm -hmm. um i don't think we get salarians right because 
if you uh, cure the gen- genophage, they're like technically not part of it or something. I, I, I don't recall seeing Solarians, but I could be wrong. I thought I did. I could be wrong, though. Yeah, but Hacker makes cool speech here. Like you say, it says, we will prevail. Each of us will be defined by our actions in the coming battle. Stand fast. Stand strong. Stand together. Hack it out. Sick. Hack it out, baby. So sick. So, yeah, the plan is for us to go to London. Yes. Um, And, you know, Hackett's like, here, Anderson will brief you on what's going on. So uh, because the Citadel is closed, we have to, like, get in there and get the arms open um, so the the um, Crucible can dock. But mm. there are, like heavy cannons on earth who were protecting it. So first we have to like go with a ground team and take them out. Um, and then there is this beam on London in London that the reapers have been using to like transport between the ground and the Citadel. So there are teams called uh, hammer teams mm-hmm. uh, that will be like assaulting the beam, just trying to get like anybody we can into the beam to like go up to the Citadel, activate mm-hmm. the arm controls and then yeah. connect the crucible. The, um, the team, the team names are so cool because it's hammer, sword and shield. And I just think that's like I such evocative put, instrument. I did not put yeah. that together. So wait, cool. sword is the, the fighter team, the like space fight teams. Mm-hmm. Hammer is getting through. Who who was Shield? Uh, Shield, I think was uh, was just like defense teams to make sure that mm. Hammer could get through to like yeah um, uh, do do their thing. I didn't notice um, that. That's really sick. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. It's very cool. So we head down mm-hmm. to London Town. Who's your um, Who's your in your team? Who's Who did you take? It's, first? Of course, it was Garrus and Liara. Come on, uh, um, I took go Tali. Yeah, I took Tali and ordinarily, like, I really wanted to, like, bring Garrus, but I was like, you know, James. Yeah, James has <laughs> been itching to get back to Earth. I always yeah. bring Garrus on these missions uh, in other playthroughs. So um, so I brought James uh, and I, I wrote up my notes. It's the summer of James. Nice. Um, Did he have a lot of unique dialogue or no? No, not really. Oh, um, <laughs> it was just fun to have him there. Yeah, um, totally. So, so yeah, we get the, this amazing, like very pretty long cut scene, um, of like all of these fleets jumping through the soul relay all at once, like, like hundreds or thousands of ships, Mm -hmm. like all of the different like galaxy races, you see like a sorry ships and like quarian ships and whatever. And so they all advance upon earth uh, where there are tons of reapers and they start firing. Um, and then like engage a bunch of like fighters. Um, it's extremely cinematic, really cool. Very like, you know, it's like watching like a star Wars or something. And yeah, so the, the battle is on and, uh, the Reaper, I'm sorry, the Normandy breaks off and, um, heads down to earth sort of like weaving through this battle. And I forget if this is like the end of the scene or close to the end of the scene, but, um, we're like, you know, basically in earth's atmosphere past the battle and Joker stands Mm. and is like, Hey, Shepard, wait, stands slowly walks over and salutes Shepard. And Mm. I start crying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He goes, good luck. Um, And you say you too. And uh, it's on. And then you shake hands. Yeah. Like, like two friends should. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> I really love how long that scene is. Like, yeah, we get the point after like 30 seconds to a minute, but they really they it really is like watching like a, a movie with a space battle mm-hmm. in it because it just like it keeps going and it's so interesting and like there's a part where uh they do manage to to kind of get through the one reaper's defenses and it like starts to explode and like fall apart and then shoots its laser and yeah. cuts up like four ships in half immediately yeah it's oh my god it's so good this entire final sequence is like just like one huge set piece and it's it's really good uh and man yeah, man. So then we're, <laughs> we 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 get that scene with Joker, and then we are on our way down with Steve, and uh, the Hades cannons are basically what we fought on, uh, like Tachanka, like the just the the guys that just shoot the big the big honking laser. And as we are uh, cruising in, a laser gets shot. We're inside <laughs> another shuttle, and that one gets hit by the laser and explodes. And Steve's like, "Uh oh!" And we're like, "What? Well, who was that?" And they're like, "Well, that was the one who was supposed to take out that cannon." And then Shepard's yeah. like, "Well." I guess we're taking out that cannon. Pull over. <laughs> and so he pulls over and, uh, you know, he's like, OK, well, you know, they have heavy weapons that they were going to use to destroy that cannon. So you're going to have to, like, go search the rubble uh, and and see if you can find the missile. Uh, and you're like, OK, cool. Uh, and as he drops you off, it's it's another one of those. We haven't gotten one of these in a while where you're dropped off, like in the middle of battle, mm-hmm. uh, which is just so great. There is a moment where you like look out over the kind of blighted landscape that yeah. was London. Um, and it's just like it's it's totally demolished. There's, you know, just ash and, and debris everywhere. Yeah, this is uh, there are two instances of unique James dialogue here. And this is mm. one of them where he just says doesn't look like home anymore. Um, wow. And then, yeah, as as we land, um, you know, right before the doors open, he screams, this is going to be hell. Um, (laughs) thank god we didn't get another loco drop right there yeah i know there was there was no spanglish uh in sight (laughs) Uh, but yeah and and it is like as you open it's like immediately there are so many reapers so yeah yeah they really throw them at you in this entire last section like it felt it is it's like it's overkill maybe a little bit but like the <laughs> maybe point, a little bit but the point yeah. is that it's supposed to be like holy shit like there are so many of them and so few of us and we yeah. we are so against the odds yeah there's a there was a point uh toward the end uh, of this like these battle sequences where i was like i'm supposed to lose here like this mm-hmm. is like there's no way that i'm gonna get out of this like we have to have to lose here and you don't it's just like really rough and i was like man maybe yeah. this is maybe this is too much so uh, you know, we fight our way through and we make it to this roof where the shuttle uh, crashed and we grab a uh, bomb shooter and we mm-hmm. shoot bomb at the cannon and it explodes very big and is very cool. Yeah. As as we land, though, we see Cortez's shuttle go down. Oh, right. Um, yeah. And it's very funny. Like, there's a very I don't know if it's the same for for F Shep, but for M Shep, there's a very dramatic. Steve! And then Steve's like, <laughs> you're like you sure uh, it's like over dramatic um mm. but the point is steve can't pick you up so once you get this thing done you're like you know any alliance like we need extraction yeah, like please, someone please, please, please someone come get us and then the the prompt of like what you're supposed to be doing next is <laughs> just, just survive survive <laughs> yeah it's fucking brutal man yeah so um <sighs> you get all these waves of enemies and then finally a shuttle shows up and it's not like after you've killed them it's just like the battle is still ongoing. 
going and it's just like whenever you're ready run in but there the reason why i'm going in so much detail here is there is just a great seamless transition from gameplay Mm -hmm. to to cutscene as you you like run to the shuttle while you're still controlling the the character and you do you do like a jump um which is something that you can often do to like jump over gaps and as you jump over the gap to like hop into the shuttle it's seamlessly turns into a Mm cutscene. it was Mm -hmm. just it's very well done and yeah it turns out you've been picked up by none other than anderson and major coats who is someone we're supposed to care about now who is a character that gets a name and is it later (laughs) in a scene who is he's just around i'm like who is this inexplicable i don't know why they did it it's It's uh, so strange yeah it's just so at the last minute it's like i don't have time to think about who this person is yeah but yeah you say hello there's a paragon interrupt to pull him into a hug which of course i do that's my dad yes of course um and then i wrote here in my notes we hugged and i was like that was really nice and then i was like oh fuck is anderson gonna die (laughs) like (laughs) shit fuck shit Mm. um yeah so that it took this long if (laughs) playing this game to be like oh fuck is this guy gonna die yeah and uh while we're on the ship uh you know, we're just talking about how, like, you know, it's 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 going rough, but it's nice to see everybody together fighting against the Reapers. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't remember who says it, but they says uh, they say uh, it's too bad it took the Reapers to bring everyone together. And then Garrus chimes in and says Shepard brought everyone together. Yeah, um, it's it's great. Anderson who says it Anderson. the too bad line. And uh, for me, it was James who chimed in very indignantly. <laughs> thank you. James. Um, thank you, James. <laughs> so, yeah, the they're like, OK, we're going to take you to like you know, our little base and wait for all of the hammer teams to land and then we'll go. So yeah, you get another like walk around and chat with people uh, scene, but it is your last words with everyone. Yeah. Um, And we're just like walking through it's, it's actually really cool. They could have just done like a big open space, kind of like mm-hmm. what they did with the the post time skip or the pre time skip Black Eagles right before you do the final <laughs> yeah. fight in the church. They're like, it's just like a big open area. But that's just like, um, but they like lead you through this kind of like linear path mm-hmm. um, so that you run into all of your squad mates uh, and the ones that you don't run into, you can find a, you a, can a call comms, them. <laughs> yeah, you can find a comms director who will like direct you to, to the seven other squad mates who aren't around. And then you just get a bunch of calls with like, Hey, how's it going? And they're like, fine. And you're like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. See ya. Um, <laughs> this is funny. So I think the first person you run into is James. He's just like hanging. About. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, Hey bud, how's it going? He's like, well, you know, I, I was like really raring to get back to Earth and now I'm kind of seeing the state of things and, you know, I'm really unsure if we're going to be able to like bounce back from this. And, and uh, uh, Gordney says, you know, we we it, it will be better and after this and we will rebuild and, you know, it'll all be OK. Mm-hmm. Um, um, then we head into this next area where uh, Victus is. Primarch Victus is here uh, as well as Garrus. Um and we get uh, a nice oh yeah i i had a call a uh, talk with ashley in between this and i literally oh, just sure. wrote ashley because it was so uninteresting <laughs> <laughs> just ashley period <laughs> just um, wrote ashley and then i didn't take any notes um, yeah that's funny we have a conversation with victus we're like oh wow you're here and he's like yeah well you know it doesn't really matter if primarch survives if earth doesn't so i decided to come here or no I, sorry it doesn't matter if palavin survives if earth doesn't um so like you know we're all here now to to help you defeat the reapers like, yeah cool, he says i wanted to return the, t- the favor in person which is <laughs> yeah. really so cool cool guy he's so cool he's really he was he was almost one of my wild card picks yeah um, that would be a good one yeah 
and then you talk to Garrus, and you know you you kind of go through some whole stuff. There's another. Uh, there's a, a no shepherd without Vicarian. Yeah. Uh, love that. Yeah. Uh, we uh, we kind of just go back and forth, and it's basically like the 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 um, thesis of it is if you die, I die, and we'll go to a bar in heaven. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, cool. There's there's a paragon prompt after this that I missed and I I fucking gutted me. I forget what it is, but I don't oh. know if you saw it. Uh yeah, I think you just I think you shake hands. I I did it. I didn't Might write be that. Yeah. thing down with it cuz it wasn't if it was a hug, I think I would have written like we hug, but I don't think yeah. it's just like a yeah, uh, it, it comes after he, he says, forgive the insubordination, but this old friend has an order for you. Go out there and give him hell. You were born to do this. I'm like, that's my fucking guy. Like, yeah, it's my guy. <laughs> if you're if you're dating him, he says, forgive the insubordination, but your boyfriend has an order for you. He loves to Ooh. say the words boyfriend and girlfriend. Boyfriend. He is a child. Um, <laughs> love you, Garrus. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, then we get a weird kind of like bit of gameplay where we just have to shoot husks from a yeah uh, there's a turret uh, turret yeah Mini i don't game. know if that was like maybe just like a uh like we're hiding a loading screen kind of maybe. thing where like we're just we're just loading the next area so shoot yeah. some husks i guess that was strange and then that's done and then you just keep going <laughs> like yeah okay and liar is in there tending to some wounded um and you know like how you do how are you doing and she's just like i really i don't know what to say mm-hmm. um and then uh since we're dating uh, she says, I have a gift for you. She's she does like, oh. that even if you're not dating. I'm sorry. Oh, to say. fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, I thought this was like a nice, but I mean, this was the scene I wanted to talk about because I yeah. love, I love, it's love, good. love this scene. It's, in, it's incredible. Um, and I'm kind of salty that everybody gets it. <laughs> <laughs> Because that just makes you're the not Liara, special. <laughs> the Liara romance is just like you. You get like there's probably for it. there's probably more to this than than I, I got. I assume. I don't know. Yeah, she says she has a gift and she wants to show you some of her memories, which is a thing she says that you do with friends or bondmates, which I guess was the <laughs> was the we're dating thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then and then we touch we touch heads, we embrace eternity, and it's like we're in this like huge you know void with just like kind of star particles floating around and then we see this like big light over the horizon and as the light grows uh they embrace and kiss and then the light you know overtakes the screen mm. uh and then we get kind of just like a i love you i love you um and it's nice sweet uh if you're not romancing her um liara just like links arms with you and puts her head on your shoulder which is like i don't know why but that gets me every time there is Aww. just something so like sweet and familiar about it um that that just breaks my heart and then yeah it's just like all right thanks for everything let's let's do it let's do it um <sighs> there's oh also in that little scene it's just the first note of vigil it's just yeah the, and that's it there's no there's nothing else <laughs> i'm like you you knew what you were doing and as you walk through that area uh you can hear a side conversation with this marine walking somebody through how to tourniquet somebody's leg uh, after yeah. it gets blown off and he's like okay you're gonna have to stay calm and the person on the other line is like there's a lot of blood you know i, I don't know what happened to his leg it's whatever uh and he's like okay you're gonna have to find some materials like i don't have any he's like okay you're gonna have to rip your, the sleeve off your shirt like you're gonna make a difference here just rip the sleeve off your shirt tie it up tight and then they're like it's not working and he says tie it tighter and then they're like okay the blood is stopping but he's passed out but he's still breathing and he says okay you saved his life just stay there and let me know if he starts bleeding again 
and it's just like so real and mm-hmm. it's so it's so good and like it's a, it's an extended scene like i had to stand there for over a minute to like get the whole thing and it's like it's just it's really good it's just the writing in this game is so good yeah sometimes except with the romances um <laughs> Uh, just the romance you picked just the romance except with romance the romance uh so then we walk to the next area javik is there kind of overlooking some marines but then rex is there Mm -hmm. giving a big old speech uh yeah about uh, during the rachni wars there was one word that you know won the war and blah blah blah. that word was krogan and it's going to win the war again uh blah blah blah. it's it's very very good javik we talked to and he's like He's actually like, wow, maybe uh, bringing all these different cultures and races together was a great was a good Mm -hmm. idea. And maybe we didn't have to uh, subordinate everybody Uh, (laughs) like maybe this is good. This is something we didn't have. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. And then he puts out a hand for a handshake uh, and you get (laughs) you get a Paragon uh, option to do the handshake. It's like if you didn't do the handshake. I know. I don't know what would happen there. Uh, And then uh, you're like, so what do you you know, what's what's up after this? And he says, well, I'm going to go find my men's graves and join them and you're like is that does that mean what i think it means <laughs> yeah. and he says yep and you're like you like don't have to do that dude like you could just be around no but, okay uh, <sighs> whatever yeah man, I guess. Um, yeah, he's like the last Prothean voice has spoken. There's nothing yeah. left to say. Um, and he gives you his memory shard and says that yes, you should right. add to it. I'm like, dude, I don't even know how to use this thing, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, you just gave me, you just gave someone from 1880, uh, the newest iPhone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> add um, to this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Take selfies on here. <laughs> All right. I'll learn what those are. Yeah. It's just like, I, he truly has no understanding of how uh, not Prothean technology works because for Protheans, it's just like, yeah, just like think it. And just it touch does, it. Just touch it and it'll work. <laughs> uh tally is also there uh in the, in the next room i guess oh did you final did you oh. talk to um to rex oh yeah i did talk to rex sorry yeah um, um he tells you that bakar is pregnant and yes. she's insisting on naming the baby morden morden <laughs> um and then as he as you walk away or at least as i walked away he was like someone go see if the quarians have anything yes. to eat that turian food gave me the runs i'm like yeah. oh honey the quarians the same, food, the same. anyway <laughs> that's good uh and then this is the final room uh yeah. so we've got tally Edie, and anderson in here uh and i guess uh also uh major what's his name major coats whatever major coats is also in there. <laughs> oh. uh so you talk to tally and she's like hey are you okay and you're like Eesh. imagine if imagine if you're the story of your home world was only a couple months ago and you could remember what the home world looked mm-hmm. like. Like that's, that's how I feel right now. Yeah. Um, she's like, that's, he's pretty rough. Uh, that was, that was it. Was there any additional, like, I love you. Uh, yeah. Are you, will you take me to the dance on Saturday? Yeah. Like, um, she says, do you remember what we said on Rannoch before you took down the Reaper? And I say, you said, I love you. And she says, and you said Keyless a lie. And her voice gets choked up and she's like, Aww. I want more time. And uh, Jin just says, I know whatever happens. And she says, I know. And that's that's it. Um, Yeah, sad. And then uh, Edie has one final question. Mm -hmm. And it's basically she's like, the Reapers have the upper hand in like every way. Like the chances of this going our way are like so slim. And, And yet you still think we can reach the catalyst. Why? 
Oh God, I didn't write the answer down. <laughs> uh, so there were, it was a Paragon and a Renegade choice. And I, yeah. I chose, um, you know, they, they underestimate us, which Jen says the Reapers think they've won. So it's the best time to hit them. Yes. That was what I said. And, um, Edie's like, you know, but they could have spies. We could lose the element of surprise. Um, and I, I mean, basically what this, what this talk comes down to, I think is like teaching Edie about the indomitable human spirit or something. <laughs> um, and yeah, so she's like, okay, yeah, we're going to fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, at the end she says, you know, the elusive man ordered my creation and Joker's the one that unshackled me, but I feel alive because of you. Because of you that, oh my God. Yeah. You're welcome. (laughs) That's that's so good. So then we finally talk to Anderson. We're like, hey, we're ready to go. Um, And we he's going over some reports and he's like barely 50 percent of the hammer squads made it. Um, So like we're we're it's it's really rough. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, it's going to be a a tough time getting to that getting that beam. And there's a a, there's a destroyer here uh, that we're going to have to take care of uh, and then tells you to pick your team well uh of your squad mates and then we um they all 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 the squad mates that you can take are there uh and we give a mad lib speech Mm -hmm. and uh gortney's was along the lines of (laughs) the power of friendship will like take us through uh the next few hours decide the fate of everyone in the galaxy and together we will defeat them and also Coates is just standing in that collection of your squad mates it's yeah like very, who invited you i was like am i gonna be able to select him as a as a squad mate is he gonna be like additionally you know with he's us so like, major coats is so op um no he's not <laughs> he's just yeah he just doesn't show up i have no idea um, yeah i also picked that's like the paragon uh option is the power of friendship i yeah. also picked all that stuff yeah. um, um so then uh at 12 42 a.m i wrote rolling out baby and then at 12.59 a.m., my next note is at 12.59 a.m., wrote, oh, uh, we shoot a lot. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I forgot yeah, to it's just, That's really what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked Tali and James again. Yeah, um, and Liara again, of course. And yeah, it's just a, a lot of shooting to get to the big Reaper boy. Uh-huh. Uh, but they, so like there was a team there. That was like supposed to launch missiles at the Big Reaper and they get taken out. So we have to take care of it. And Edie's like, okay, I can like, you know, get a lock on it basically. But like you have to like hold down the fort. So there's just the beam to the Citadel is like messing up targeting systems. So you can't use the like missile launcher targeting system. So she's like, okay, I will I will patch into the Normandy and we'll use Mm -hmm. that targeting system similar to how we did on Rannoch. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is that I think what it was? So. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, God, there is a lot of dudes. It is an insane onslaught. There are like, this. like m- many, many banshees at once. Many, yeah. um, what are they called? Brutes, Brutes. at once. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's wild. It is wild. Um, we fire off, you know, we, we get the, like the go ahead We're we're locked on and we fire mm-hmm. off the missiles and they miss. Yeah. <laughs> they miss because it's still too far away. That made me gasp, like yeah. fully mouth agape, like, <gasps> like mm-hmm. I was in, oh my God. Um, and so then he's like, okay, we have one more missile truck that's got two more missiles on it and we have to let this thing get really close so that we can definitely hit it. Uh, and that's when it throws, I think, like five brutes at you at once yeah. from, from every direction. They mm-hmm. come from behind you. They come from everywhere. Liara just kept going down because she's like a, just like a, a piece of paper blowing in the wind. Um, 
I think I made her powers really strong, and I didn't do yeah, her health. Um, yeah, yeah. Because anytime we would do with the any squishy power- ones, you gotta yeah. But like even on like uh, uh like the brutes and the banshees, like her singularity wasn't stopping them, but it was like really slowing them down. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was nice. But this was the part of the game where I thought like we we have to lose here. Like I think there's no way that they're gonna let you get through this because there were just so many dudes and they mm-hmm. take so many hits. Uh, but eventually. They do all die and we uh, we get another targeting, uh, you know, notification and it's like right next to us toward the end of that fight. It begins firing at you. The 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 cannon begins firing at you. So you also have to avoid that on top of the banshees and the brutes and the marauders that are all coming at you. Uh, oh, my God. It's so cool. And then uh, we fire the missiles and blow that bitch up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. Uh, yeah really really satisfying it's never not satisfying to watch a reaper explode i it was just the thing i think always the thing fun that I'm realizing um, yeah yeah uh and so then we're like okay it's a it, you know we regroup a little bit and we're like all right it's basically a straight shot down to that thing uh but you know so so we we gotta go and we uh we get a cut scene here um, I think it's uh, Hackett, I believe, or somebody uh, says Anderson. Like, Anderson we, is like, yeah, hey, Harbinger's coming, so we gotta like, we gotta. Oh move. no, you're right. That is Hackett. We're with yeah. Anderson. Hackett radios yes. in, but yeah, it's yeah, yeah, like yeah. several Reapers, including Harbinger, have like broken off and are now like on their way to defend the beam. So like, we gotta fucking go. We gotta go. <laughs> also, this is where the Crucible arrives. Woo-hoo! I didn't know what was happening when we cut away this cutscene. I was like, what just arrived? What is happening? It uh, is it's so big. fucking massive. Like you see it next to like one of the big like dreadnought ships and it is like dwarfed. Uh, yeah, it's insane. So it's it, it's bigger than the Reapers, probably. Mm-hmm. Um absolutely massive. Um yeah. I mean it's built to attach to the Citadel, so it's like think of the scale of the citadel it it's that big it's mm-hmm. it, it, you know it opens up eventually with like claws that will you know attach to the, like the central part of the citadel uh yeah it's so fucking huge so then uh we cut back down to earth we're like okay the crucible's coming we gotta get you know we gotta get the citadel open now and we are rolling in and uh our the, the transport we're on you know we're, we're just talking about like okay we're gonna make it to the beam we gotta get up there we gotta open it up and then we're gonna do the thing and as we're doing that the tank we're on gets shot or, or we crash into something or whatever mm-hmm. so now we're all just like exposed outside yeah and like on still foot. yeah still like half a mile or whatever from from this thing and so we have to run on foot uh as harbinger <laughs> arrives in the background um i really 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 love how they made harbinger look different than the other reapers it's Mm -hmm. got these like four yellow eyes the like technology looks like older quote unquote like it just looks a little more angular than the than the the newer reapers i'm doing big air quotes it's just it's so cool to like be able to tell this difference but then the biggest difference is that it can just like fire off lasers in like rapid succession it does Mm -hmm. not need to charge up the lasers like all these other reapers do it is just like pew 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 blowing shit up and it's not it's not good vibes um Mm -hmm. and so you just keep seeing people uh get shot uh and then your squad mates almost get crushed by a, a flipping mako i guess that's also worth noting is like all the tanks that we're talking yeah, about they're the just, just like makos. makos yeah yeah um uh, and you uh you know they, they don't get swished they, they jump out of the way but they are like really really injured and mm-hmm. so then you call in you call in joker to like 
driving. Insane. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any you, sense. Just, you just have to like suspend disbelief yep. for this one. The Joker's like, okay, I'm going to break off from this fight just to pick up this one. And and is there immediately. Like They're so fast and they like sit yeah. there for an extended period of time. This like giant target. Oh, but yeah. Whatever. And whatever. doesn't get hit. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. But um. So yeah, I I don't know about you. I believe if you bring your love interest along, they yes. are the one who is injured. Oh yeah, um, uh, I mean Garrus like looked limping. pretty bad, but like yeah, Liara was yeah. limping. I was like holding her on my shoulder and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then so we get them both onto like the the Normandy, and they're they're just like waiting on the the docking thing, and you're like, all right, I gotta go. Like, <laughs> I love you. Peace out. Yeah, um, I'm tearing up just thinking about it's, this. <laughs> it's it's really rough. Liara yeah. is like, please. please please don't do this. Like, please don't go alone at least. Yeah. And it's, oh man, it's so it's heartbreaking. Upsetting. You're like, I, I gotta go. And you say, no matter what happens, I love you. And she says, I love you too. And then the, they begin to pull away and you mm-hmm. s- start running. Uh, Tali's like, I can't stay behind. Don't argue with me, Tally. Don't leave me behind. I'm crying. <laughs> I need you to make it out of here alive, Tally. Get back to Rannick. Build yourself a home. I have a home. Come back to me. And yeah, they they leave. It fucking broke my heart. Yeah, dude. I have a home. Just crushed me. Yeah. Yeah. That's really it's really sad. Yeah. Just imagine how how much more heartbroken you would be if Ashley was your love interest. <laughs> Shut up. Remember when that was your goal? Remember when that yeah, was, I know, that that was, was your so MO? crazy. <laughs> she was crazy back then. She didn't know what she was talking about. Um, <laughs> she being you playing Mass Effect. Yeah, being me. Um, so uh, we are running down and uh, we are almost there, but we get blasted. We yeah. get shot by a laser and blackout and everybody else who was down there also gets blasted mm-hmm. and it's rough there's um, it's like the screen goes white and you hear over the radio coats say god they're all gone and then someone else is like do we get anyone to the beam and they're like no the entire force is decimated okay and you like hear them like planning their retreat whatever and then shepherd comes too and then shepherd comes too this whole sequence of of running down to the beam and then this mm-hmm. this moment here it's just so so good uh oh my god i i oh man it's i got goosebumps thinking about yeah. it. it's so good uh so you wake up and you have a pistol and you're really injured and like like your your armor is like half blown off yeah, like you, so fucked up you're limping along and then three husks show up and then it like slows down a little bit so you can like really slowly like mm-hmm. shoot them in the head uh, before they get to you. Uh, and then as you're pulling up another a marauder pops out from a piece of debris um, with like barely any shield left. So you're able to take him. You're able to take that out pretty quick also. But it's oh my God. And so then you make it to the beam uh, and you get fired up to the Yeet. Citadel. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then we cut back to space. We're watching a space fight happen, uh, and uh, you see a Reaper open up like a hand and crust a ship, and it really, it's so unsettling every time mm-hmm. they act like a hand. I don't like it. And then Hackett gets a notification, like, hey, somebody made it to the Citadel. Mm-hmm. And Hackett's like, I can't believe she made it. I guess for you, can't believe he made yeah, it. Yeah, um, I, I got, holy shit, he did it. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Really cool. And so so then we we cut back to the inside of the Citadel, which is just this dark, r- lit by like a single red light. 
fucking morgue, I guess. I don't even know what you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, there just are bodies everywhere. Bodies. Um, the, the keepers are like... You just, just like, know it smells crazy in there. It smells crazy. <laughs> My first thought was like, okay, well, there's no way there's oxygen in here, right? Like, they had to have... But, right, you know, yeah, uh, why would you... Yeah, <laughs> Why would you have oxygen in it? But I will, I will leave that to the side. Mm-hmm. Don't need to be too aggressive. Um, there are like uh, yeah. keepers around, like collecting Just like on the- armor parts and whatever. It's awful. It's like, guys, um, cut it out. <laughs> cut it out. Yeah. Um, then we get a, a hail from Anderson who's like, hey, I also made it to the beam. And yeah. this is another moment where I was like, oh, are we about to get like fucking 180 on? And this is this isn't actually Anderson. And then he is basically like, oh, I just found this chasm and there's a stairwell ahead. I'm going to keep going. And then like shortly after you find the chasm and you're like, OK, mm-hmm. I'm right behind you. Like, don't go too far ahead. We can we can meet up. Uh, and then you find this stairwell that leads up to this big open area with a single console way at the end. Mm-hmm. You see a person there. Uh, and then when you, you get up there, you realize it is Anderson and, uh, he is not looking good. Uh, he looks like really, really unwell. And then Tim shows up mm-hmm. and like freezes us in place because he has, uh, integrated himself with reaper technology uh that can control i guess the the synthetic parts of us and whatnot and is he controlling anderson as well or is anderson just like really injured i think i think anderson's just really injured i'm not sure but we're 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 all hearing reaper indoctrination whispers yes um (laughs) and like the screen like the frame of the screen Mm -hmm. has these like black black smoke yeah Yeah. um i i took detailed notes on this conversation and afterwards was like that was a fucking waste of time because the whole thing is just you're arguing with tim about control again again. um and anderson's like he's indoctrinated don't listen to him and and tim's like i can do it it's very strange because it feels like the game is trying to be like don't you think both of these sides are maybe a little right and it's like no actually this dude is completely indoctrinated we've had multiple instances that that has been confirmed by by outside parties like the vi is like oh there was an indoctrinated presence here and then it left it's like okay well this is clearly tim uh, this yeah. is yes this brings me to one of my first big complaints about like the the sort of as we reach the end of the game and it reaches its thematic conclusion i'm like yeah. wouldn't it have been so much more interesting if cerberus had not gone full evil and had still been like a kind of complicated ally who like yeah you could have like conceivably seen tim's point instead mm-hmm. of it just being like you know like i don't know <laughs> it, 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 it kind of bummed me out that like they make this out to be you know a sort of a battle for for shepherd's soul that is like yeah. not a battle at all even no. even the renegade you don't even get the option to side with tim like even right. the renegade options are just like fuck you instead of like fight with me you know uh-huh. um so i don't know it's it, it it takes a lot of the like kind of dramatic oomph out of this scene for me totally. but what what helps add it back in at least is martin sheen is doing just some incredible voice work where towards the end it becomes very clear that tim actually does much like saren did like starts to doubt i was wondering if there was a way that i could get him to end the same way saren did Mm -hmm. uh and there is do you know if there is there is you mean by shooting himself yeah 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 he yeah he did for me 
Oh, he did for you. No, he didn't yeah. for me. I mean, I had a running. I picked interrupt. all. I picked I, all the Paragon. Okay. Options. Whoa. I think. Yeah. So it. So okay. it gets to the point where where he's like, "You'd undo everything I've accomplished. I won't let that happen. Because of you, humanity is already undone." That's not true. They have the Citadel. They've got us fighting each other instead of fighting them. I just need to. You've done exactly what the Reapers wanted. You're still doing it because they control you. I. They're too strong. You're stronger. Don't let them win. Break their hold. Don't let them control you. I tried, Shepard. Wow. Yeah. Damn. So that's, I guess, if you take all of the renegade and charm options, that's that's what happens. Um, yeah, I went, I, I kind of flip-flopped between the Paragon and Renegade mm, charm. Yeah, things. that must um, be why. And I got a, a, there's a point where he pushes Anderson away and you get a Renegade interrupt as he is saying, I am the pinnacle of our species. Ooh. And I Yikes. like, as soon as he pushed Anderson away and that, that prompt popped up, I was like, boom, I'm like, I was waiting for him to, to mm -hmm. like push Anderson out of the way. Uh, and I shoot him and he dies. Do you get a, a, a little moment after that? With Tim um, dying, or is he like instantly dead? <laughs> instantly dead. Oh, okay. We get a, a an additional little like piece uh -huh. of dialogue here as he is like passing away. Uh, he like falls facing the window, looking out onto Earth, and he says, "There, Earth. I wish you could see it like I do. It's so perfect. Oh, fuck! Then he, and then he dies." Yeah, yeah. It's, it's wild. That's a, a That's great, rough. amazing performance from Martin Sheen. Amazing mm -hmm. stuff. I mean, great vo voice stuff throughout this whole thing. Yeah. Except for, it's just, except for the very end of the video Oh, game. we'll talk about that because I found out something about that that I did not know that explains everything. We will get there. Okay. Um, but yes, I, insane. I, in doing research for the draft, I found out information that Yo. explains that okay yeah. anyway um that's actually major coats um <laughs> that's it so then I, uh, yeah actually yeah. uh i i want to change the end of my draft i'll take major coats please no, <laughs> i will not um all four wild card spots major coats yeah <laughs> um so then we are uh you know we sit up uh against a thing with anderson like looking out mm-hmm onto the uh, thing and and we we do see the the crucible is able to connect Dock, yeah. with the the citadel there is like a little light that happens and then we're just like well we did it you know we did the thing we're sitting here mm -hmm. and then uh you know you're both you're both dying um, yeah and and anderson is like looking out onto earth and he just says it feels like years since i've just sat down yeah um, and oh god it's good um <sighs> And then, uh, uh yeah, yeah. You, Shep's like, I think you earned a rest and, mm -hmm. and he's like clearly fading. You're like, stay with me. We're almost mm -hmm. through this. Stay with me. And he just goes, I'm going to cry again. Mm -hmm. He goes, you did good. I'm proud of you. Um, and then he dies. And then he dies. And then he dies. <laughs> um, this should, another one of my takes, this should have been the end of the game. <laughs> like it just should have ended here. Like that would have been enough 
for me is this like final showdown with Tim battle for his soul or whatever. And Mm then, um, you know, we've succeeded and you die with Anderson. Yeah. But this but is no. a game about choices, Kim. You have Ugh. to make a final choice. Uh, if so, they had made that final choice with Tim weightier by not yes, making that Cerber, could have been the final choice. Cerber. But yes, yeah. I didn't write the game. So here we are. Yeah. Uh, so we get like five seconds to mourn. Uh, and then Hackett's like, hey, the crucible's not doing anything <laughs> can you like hit the go button and then you're like okay yeah 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 and you like get up and you're like you are on the verge you of are like all you're right fucked there. up and so yeah. you like barely stand up you make it like four steps toward the console you you fall over and then <laughs> the area in front of the console perfectly where shepherd's body is is just lifted up by this uh, mm-hmm. beautiful white light and uh we get taken to citadel heaven <laughs> because <laughs> it, it is, is kind of really that. Yeah. like yeah is this That's... white light and you get lifted up into the sky yeah uh, and then we get this awesome scene of the citadel you know reopen has reopened to, to mm-hmm. take in the crucible but then it like opens even more to like basically be this like flat you know five-pronged uh you know uh mm-hmm. shape uh very cool and then the child shows up which is actually a little boy from our dreams, but he's yeah. all spooky and ghosty. He's all spooky and ghosty. This sequence is so much more. Inter- I don't know if it's more interesting, but it's so interesting with the context of Leviathan. Yes. Um, and yes, without it is. that, without that, and I, honest, I, yeah. go no, finish your thought. I, I okay. So with, without the Leviathan stuff, like I think the Leviathan stuff is cool. I think it's awesome. I think it's critical information. I don't think people needed to be as upset as they were because like to me the kid is like yeah the reapers were created in my creator's image i was created in order to kind of mitigate the you know or to kind of uh mediate between organics and synthetics that's why i exist like that is basically what you find out in leviathan but just like that from- is not yeah that is not what people were upset about though oh, okay. is that they didn't get that information without leviathan that's oh, okay. not what caused concern here which is that like the the whole ending sequence was much apparently again i've only ever played legendary edition but apparently um the ending sequence was much more abrupt after Mm. you make this last choice and apparently it like didn't sort of sufficiently like explain what happened and so they released what is known as the extended cut which sort of had a little bit more i think maybe it tacks on like hackett's dialogue at the end um Mm. or well it depends on what you chose i suppose there's uh (laughs) that sequence at the end after you make your choice um so there there was more added that is in legendary edition that makes Mm. this ending more complete okay so yeah that's that is not what people were upset about i will say i find having played this again that i i do find the like end game themes a little bit lacking but we'll get totally. there yeah. but yeah 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 so the they're like hey i'm the intelligence that controls the reapers and yeah the basically explaining what happened in leviathan i i think that it is better explained in leviathan i will say that like definitely, definitely. its directive was to preserve life 
that yeah. to me is like a crucial part of it. Whereas here it's like, I was just supposed to create a link between, you know, synthetics and organics and like figure that shit out. It's like, it doesn't quite make as much sense as the explanation that it was meant to preserve life. And it, I, I think that like there is a missing link here where it's like the reason to do that to like create this cycle is that like otherwise life as we know would just come to an end because of mm -hmm. the conflict that happens between synthetics and organics. Mm. Well, I guess they do say, they say it, 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 without us to stop it, the synthetics would destroy all organics. Right. This cycle stops it from happening. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they bring up something that Leviathan also brought <laughs> up uh, is that they are the, uh, they are the solution to chaos. Mm -hmm. Like they are the, the only thing keeping stuff, you know, cyclical keeping these cycles going otherwise synthetics would overtake organics um just every time i guess mm -hmm. uh, because that is the nature of synthetics i guess yeah um, they say um organics create synthetics to improve their own existence but it has it has limits to exceed those limits synthetics must be allowed to evolve and surpass their creators mm -hmm. so like by necessity synthetics will will always destroy organics because like to to like get to that we always reach a level where in like the effort to outdo ourselves we make them stronger than we are yeah singularity um, i guess yeah that's singularity it's the classic there's a the classic irobot mm -hmm. thing you know it's just these yeah. are just classic sci-fi tropes of like you know taken down by your own hubris and all this mm -hmm. stuff it's like yeah yeah the, the one know. idea that i think is super interesting here that I wish had been leaned on a little bit more is the idea that the harvest is meant to preserve life. It is yeah. meant to like preserve each species before they're lost as sort of like a, you know, almost an archive of, of the species that have come before. I think that's kind of cool. Um, I think that's kind of cool, but I also think that's like severely misguided. <laughs> of course it is. Yes, <laughs> of course it is. The part where where it loses me as um, where you're like, so is this not, they're like, oh, it just always ends in conflict. So we got to do this. And you're like, is this not conflict? <laughs> yeah. And, and they're like, well, we're not, we're not interested in war. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And they say, when fire burns, yes, is it at yes, war yes, or yes, is it yes. simply doing what it's created to do? And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> that is not an answer. And that's bullshit. And that is, it's where the logic of this so obviously falls apart yeah, that it, it like just yeah. doesn't make sense. And this to me, for me is my problem with the end of mass effect. It's not yes. the abruptness or the whatever it's, it's this makes no sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they, they just really didn't know how to stick the landing. And like, there is a version of this that makes sense in my opinion, which is like, it's less about like, oh, it's, you know, we're, we're trying to avoid conflict, but it's more just like we're trying to avoid the complete destruction of organic life. And so this is the only way is like every every cycle, you know, you reach a certain level of of technological innovation and advancement where like you have to be cut down again. I, I also like that, you know, this is something that they say is like we we make way for new species to come up mm -hmm. and like there were ways to tie it back thematically. Look at look at the Protheans like mm -hmm. they were a fucking like imperialistic society that like homogenized, you know, all of these different races and like didn't you know, that does not give that does not allow new life to flourish. Mm -hmm. Um you know, look at 
like they could even have said like, look, you know, look at your cycle. Like you barely managed to like get everybody on board with this. Like the Solarians wanted to take out, you know, the Krogan with, you know, like this could have been like, Hey, at some point there needs to be a culling in order to like allow life to continue or else at some point you're all going to destroy each other. That to me is at least internally consistent in a way that like makes sense. But the idea that they're like, we're trying to avoid conflict and like, we're not conflict. We're, you know, it's like, just like, just, just a few tweaks to the, to the format would at least make like some amount of logical sense. Yeah. Um, and have made this like a little bit more of a satisfying end game for me. Yeah. No, I think I, I think I totally agree with with basically everything you're saying. It's just like I, I think that's what it comes down to is just the logic doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and even like the the fact that the culling has like, like the culling started when it did like seems kind of arbitrary. Um, like mm-hmm. the the Quarians did create the Geth and there was the Geth uprising which did send the Quarians into space. But mm-hmm. we see that the Geth were uninterested in going further yes. than that. They were like, yes. okay, we're, there's yes. no more threats. We're good. Mm-hmm. If you <laughs> if you play a game where the Geth and and where you like resolve the conflict between the Geth and the Quarians as both Jin and Gortney did, like obviously there are scenarios where you're unable to do sure. that. Um, but like well, both of us did. In that circumstance, how does any of this make sense? It's right. like we, we, have we have proven. Proved, yes, exactly. Right. We have disproven your theory that synthetics mm-hmm. and organics cannot live together. You are yeah. the synthetics and that they, are wiping out the organics right, right now. Right. The, and get, they just, the synthetics we created, sorry, the synthetics we created, we're cool with now. We figured mm-hmm. it out. And your technology helped us with that, sure. But also, maybe that's just what you need to do, too, is you need to show up and say, hey, here's some some ancient knowledge from all these societies that we've assimilated or yeah. you know, uh, ground down into, you know, uh, molecular goo. Um, it just doesn't make any sense, man. Yeah. Well, and it's just hand waved as, you know, like uh, it's going to happen again. Like it's just right. going to happen again. Like. Ah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's it yeah. just it just falls apart, and I I uh, I don't know. It, Maybe it just it is... and it it makes everything you've done previously feel sort of unimportant. Yeah. That it's, like it's it like was no always matter, coming to this. Right. It was it was gonna happen anyway, and it was just like we just happened to be kind of right time, right place situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't yeah. Know. It's so so strange, but uh, mm-hmm. there's also I I'm sorry I just no, love um they when you ask about the crucible they're like oh this is just it's just a power source like it just releases a tremendous amount of energy when combined with the citadel Mm. and you ask who designed it and they go you would not know them and there's not enough time to explain yeah (laughs) why did you include that as a question then (laughs) just don't just don't bring it up i wasn't actually going to ask that shepherd asked that without me prompting them yeah well i mean the answer is obviously like somebody a really long time ago like yeah duh like yeah I, yeah I like need- we already knew that yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like i don't it's need like specific- i don't mind yeah i don't mind there being mystery about the cycles that came before yeah. that's like kind of the point it's like yeah. uh, like we don't know anything about them except that they tried to help us like that right. fucking rules yeah that's it. um yeah. so yeah it's just so silly to me that they included that at all yeah. um so anyway you're given some choices 
Yeah. So they say, <laughs> listen, because you're here, that means my solution won't work anymore. And I have to find a new one. I'm like, I don't even understand why, but okay. Um, they say like, you've altered the variables and created new possibilities. Um, but you, you know, you must act. So the, the, the choices you get here, by the way, apparently vary depending on like how many military resources you get and like certain oh. decisions that you've made. But yeah, so your choices are destroy the reapers, but it will also destroy all synthetics. Mm -hmm. Um, and wipe out technology in, uh, for a bit, but they say like, you'll probably recover from that pretty fast. Yeah. Like, um, okay. and, uh, but they're like, the peace won't last. Synthetics will be created. Chaos will come back. I'm like, cool. Okay. Your, uh, your next option is to seize control of the reapers. And you're like, oh my God, the elusive man was right. And they're like, yeah, but he could never have taken control because the re like we already controlled him. Mm -hmm. Um, so you like if you control, you will die, you'll lose everything, your thoughts and memories will continue, but like you will no longer, you mm -hmm. know, you'll be like an intelligence, basically. Mm -hmm. And if you have enough military points, which I believe we both should have, you get mm -hmm. the solution of a synthesis. Um, they're like, add your energy to the crucible. Yeah. Quote, and this is the uh, ideal solution. They say, the, yeah, <laughs> this is the game thinks that this is the best option. Yeah. Um, that your organic energy will be dispersed and alter the matrix of all organic life. Organic life, organics will integrate with synthetic technology and synthetics will have a full understanding of organics. They say, it, as you said, it is the ideal solution. Now that we know it is possible, it is inevitable. They say it is the final evolution of all life. And I'm like, mm. is it? <laughs> um, and yeah, the cycle will end. The reapers will cease the harvest. Mm. And so you get your choice mm -hmm. um, and you have to slowly yes. shamble over you to do. whichever one you want, which I think I... <sighs> This whole basically from the point where you get zapped by the Reaper in front of the beam and it can only walk up until now <laughs> drives me fucking crazy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm an impatient person. I don't want to slowly walk to my destination. Mm. I even in real life, I'm fucking going. I'm zooming. <laughs> Keep up. So this was this was like so upsetting to me every mm. time I've played this to to have to slowly shamble your way. Mm. And you don't know which one is which. It's very until you get there. They show you it, but it's like there's no indicator to like remind you because they yeah. talk for like several minutes it's, giving you yeah, all the long. options. It's like, OK, wait, is the red one destroy them or a sim or like, you mm -hmm. know, it's, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, destroy is red. Control is blue. Mm -hmm. um, I chose something different than what I believe is the correct choice. OK. And we can talk about that. But first, it's your first time playing. I want to hear what you did. Yeah. Uh, we're synthesizing, baby. We're, we're, all, we're all one. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. I I don't know. I really was unsure. Like, I knew I didn't want to do the destroy one. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the other two basically felt like kind of the same answer in some ways. Uh but the synthesis seemed like a surer fire solution to like, you know, in a million years, uh, Shepard won't go, you know, uh, AI crazy and be like, actually, I should wipe out society or whatever. I don't know. Um, so I, I did that. Um, and I like 
I don't know. I didn't really feel super strongly about which one was the like quote unquote correct one. Mm-hmm. Um, because honestly, I think they all kind of stink. They're all bad. Yeah, they're all bad choices. <laughs> they all kind of stink. <laughs> um, and so I did that one and... You know, the ending is happy. I assume for all of them, the ending ends up being like they kind of spin it in a happy way. For the most part. Yeah. Um, but like with this ending, everybody does have green eyes now and is like glowing green because they're all half synthetic, um, mm-hmm. which is like a thing that I was like, yep, yeah, that is probably what is going to happen. And I don't know if I feel great about that because like maybe I'm taking away autonomy in terms of like making choices, but also... Do we need empathy if we all know how we're all feeling all the time? <laughs> you know? Um, so I don't know. Uh, so that's 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 what happened there. Um, I could go through the whole ending if you want, but um, um yeah, I'll 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 talk yeah, about mine and then we can so I for this playthrough chose destroy. Sure. Sounds great. For for a reason we can discuss at the very end. Okay. However, I I strongly believe that for a Paragon Shepherd, control is the correct option. Oh, I mean, the yeah, vast, it's, the, it's the blue one. <laughs> it's the Paragon. The, one. But 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 like four reasons because the vast majority of like when they they release like statistics of like choices people made mm. in Mass Effect, most people choose destroy. Most people the, choose destroy. Most people choose destroy because yeah. it's what Anderson told you to do. And like, that was mm. your mission was to destroy the Reapers, whatever. I know the truth. I know the truth. And the <laughs> truth is a Paragon Shep has to control. They yeah. fucking must. As both synthesis and destroy. Are you playing God? Are you saying, hey, I'm going to decide for everybody that they're going to have weird cybernetics or I'm going to wipe out an entire species. And mm-hmm. for me, this was like, uh, this is what I chose in my first playthrough ever. And I, it was like kind of an obvious choice because I had lost Holly in Mass Effect 2, which meant I couldn't save both the Quarians mm-hmm. and the Geth. I chose the Geth and I was like, I did not go through all of this right. to now let the Geth die. Right. Um, right. So that's how I ended up picking control. But like over time, I have like, you know, red pilled myself into believing it is it was the right <laughs> choice because control is the only option where you sacrifice yourself and nobody else mm. um, and nobody's like autonomy or anything. Now, people people will say, oh, I have no reason to trust the catalyst. They could be lying to me because they want me to control them. They they're like trying to to like preserve themselves. So. You know, this is like the Reapers trying to like mm-hmm. survive. And so they're trying to convince me that this is the best option. They could be lying to me about what destroy does. Mm-hmm. First of all, they're not because we literally know in canon that destroy <laughs> does actually destroy the Geth and Edie. Second of all, if you're accepting that the catalyst could be lying to you, then none of the choices have any meaning because they could be lying to you about all of them. Mm-hmm. They could be misdirecting you to to destroy and it turns out you're actually control, you know, like there's mm-hmm. so like you have to accept that the catalyst is telling you the truth in order for that, that to have meaning. And by the way, why would they even give you a choice at that point? Why wouldn't they just be like, yeah, this is your only option. So obviously <laughs> come on. Second of all, there is, um, you know, it's like the idea of like, Oh, Anderson is the one who wanted me to destroy. He's the paragon. Tim wanted you to control. It's obviously supposed to be the wrong choice. <laughs> Let me introduce you to the concept of dramatic irony, which is that Tim was right that this was possible. Yeah. He was the wrong person to do it. A Paragon Shepherd is like an exemplary 
person who like, you know, we're, we're always told like shepherd is special. Like there is something special about them. Like Mm -hmm. a Paragon shepherd is the only person in the universe who can be trusted to wield this power in like a, you know, benevolent way. And if you are a Paragon shepherd and you choose destroy or control, that is exactly what happens. It's like, Oh, I, you know, like helped, uh, I was like the one who sacrificed myself for the many or whatever. Um, if you, if you are a renegade shepherd and you choose control, you do, it does end up kind of bad. No way. <laughs> I forget exactly what the dialogue is, but it's very much like Shep Reaper Shep rules with an iron fist kind of. So like that is, <laughs> I admit shit. not good, but the Whoa. point is for a Paragon shepherd, you were the right, you were the right person and the only person mm-hmm. who could like pull this off. And so that is why I feel very strongly about control. Um, I have taken so much shit for it through the years since I played this game and everyone really? was like, how could you control? Yeah. Like how, you know, destroy is the only option. It's like, it's not actually destroy <laughs> is like literally like you're doing a genocide so think Mm -hmm. about that anyway yeah with all of these it's like how could you possibly know like what's going to happen in the future like you yeah you could go a guy crazy but it's like Mm -hmm. uh like you're looking at the text of the game and what we have before us this is like to me the just like the most obvious choice Mm. um but Jin didn't do that Jin did destroy because i wanted to see that ending for the first time and um i also wanted to get the golden ending which we will talk about what we'll get there um okay mm -hmm. so to destroy you have to just like shoot a panel and uh i don't know i don't know how it goes for synthesis because you kind of just like yeet yourself you dive in yeah yeah um but i'm like slow Jin is like slowly approaching the the this like panel shooting at it and gets in flashes images of like Anderson and Edie and Tali and then um it explodes and yeah after that I assume our shit is sort of the same for a little bit so do you want to talk did you get that like flashes of yeah so you you jump into the thing and then and then uh we get flashes yeah we get flashes of everybody um yeah I (laughs) I even wrote in my notes here, uh, like for, for the synthesis choice, I was like, it just kind of sounds like organics become synthetics. And like, that is kind of just like you, you win because now everybody's it's, synthetic. Yeah. Well, it's like a cyberpunk ass. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. So, uh, they also point out that like, we've tried the synthesis before and it didn't work but you're the right person with the right DNA. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, so there are, that's another one of those things that they like throw in here. That's like, that just raises more questions than it answers. (laughs) And you just shouldn't have included it. Like, yeah, now I got to wonder about that forever. Yeah. Um, Um, but yeah, we just get, we get flashes of everybody. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. So then what happens? So, uh, so the fleets start to disengage. You have like yeah. hack it on comms, like everybody get out of here. You know, there's like something big happening. Um, we see Joker in the cockpit, like refusing yeah. to leave um, until uh, for me, it was Garrus. It was like, we, oh. we have to go. For me, it was Javik. And I don't know why. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's, it's someone, I guess that you didn't pick um, for your squad but I don't, I, I don't know how they decide sure. who, uh, 
And so finally he agrees um, to leave. And so the crucible sends out this big burst of energy, destroys the reapers Um, on earth. We, we see troops, you know, sort of fighting the reapers and they suddenly like, you know, there's like a blast, this blast of energy and they collapse. The mass relays are destroyed. Mm-hmm. You know, we start seeing like victories on Thessia and Tuchanka, sort of the same deal. Um, and finally, we see the Normandy is trying to outrun the blast <laughs> yeah. um, and ends up landing on a random jungle planet. Yeah, the the synthesis battles uh, end with like everybody turns green and then the husks look up like, huh? And then we're oh. all just like friends. And then <laughs> oh my God. So the, the, the green light explodes and then the, the reapers that can just like fly away. They just like float up into space and we're like, okay, we're done. <laughs> like, <see ya. laughs> like, Oh, all right. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, I think it's similar for, for control. It's like the mm-hmm. reapers just sort of like float away. So yeah, the shot of uh, the the Normandy lands. I don't know what that looks like in synthetic. Is every, in synthesis? Is everybody all synthesized already? Yeah, they or? all just have kind of a green. They they have like green uh, like micro trip patterns on their arms and Spooky. green eyes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's uh, Joker exits, and I think it's your. I assume it's your love interest. For me, it was Tali. In the yeah, past, it was Joker. And Joker and Edie emerge. Um, and then look out on an Edie. Side. Yeah. Joker and Edie come out. Oh, interesting. Uh, well, I mean, you destroyed her. <laughs> no, but, um, in the past I've done control and oh, okay. it, it was, it was, it was Garrus. Oh, cause that was my love yeah, interest in this one. And this one, it was Tali. Who's my yeah. love interest. Uh, James also comes out at the end. James also. Let's <laughs> <laughs> threw him um, in there. They knew no, they were like, we know you like him. <laughs> that's so funny. No, it was, um, yeah, it was Joker and Edie come out. They like look out onto the sunset and then mm-hmm. like Edie puts her arm around Joker and like leans oh, her head on him and they look so out cute. onto the sunset. Uh, and okay, then I love that. Like, we see Liara like walking out as the camera zooms out and like, that's like nothing happens. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's the like a special synthesis ending is the, yeah. you know, synthetic and organic, whatever. Um, yes, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And um, the music swells and it goes black. Um, and this is where <laughs> my my game got glitched. No. Um, we we get this. Was it Hackett for you, this final voiceover? It was Edie. Oh, interesting. OK, yeah. I get a final voiceover from Hackett. If you do control, it's actually Shepard. Mm. But. Yeah, they do. They do a voiceover. This, I think, is is what was tacked on um, at the end in the. It seemed tacked cut. on because they're just like pictures of people standing. Yeah, it's like still images, almost like like I don't know, um, not concept art, but like no. yeah, it's like similar. the end of a, the end of a biopic when they're like, yeah. <laughs> Jeremy went on to buy <laughs> yeah. Starbucks coffee. But yeah, my mine glitched, so it was like just music. Um, Oh, no. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. So oh, I, no. I had to like redo the final uh, oh, sequence, shit. but it was, it was fine. It's, you know, 10 minutes. That's um, so, so yeah, for me, the Hackett's voiceover is just like the war is over. The Reapers were defeated. Relays were severely damaged. Um, you know, this is a, a victory that was won by all of us. Um, we're at our strongest together. You know, imagine what we can do now that the Reapers are defeated. So mm-hmm. um, what was your, what did Edie have to say? She, you know, it just explains that, like, you know, the the Reapers are helping rebuild. You know, synthetics are are mm-hmm. we're working alongside each other, blah blah. blah. Um, but she ends off her her little thing by saying, "No matter how far we advance, 
We will remember the sacrifices of those who made it possible. And we will remember Shepard. Because of her, I am alive, and I am not alone. Which that's really cool, really nice. Yeah, um, yeah. So this is where I got what is considered the golden ending. Uh, did you also get? Yeah, well, did you get the shot of like it's it's all the squad mates in the Normandy at the wall? Of, yes you know yeah, a com- they put commemorative the, wall yeah and yeah, they they that's where Edie says her thing so yeah if it's if you do um control or synthesis i believe they they put your name up on the wall if you don't if you do destroy um and you have enough points i think your your love interest does not put your name on the wall and then there is a shot of like rubble and it pans over to your like fucked up and seven chest plate and Shepard takes a breath. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Shepard lives. It's the, it's the golden ending is you destroy and you have enough uh, uh, military strength that that you survived. What? I d- uh, so people read this as the golden ending. I'm like, I don't know if it's the golden golden ending so much as like the other scenarios. Shepard like literally can't survive, so it's not even an option. Yeah, well, I um, can see the control ending being like they 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 don't put the plaque up because Shepard has is now like in an Eva esque body. That's true. Um, she's just like shown up. Oh no. <laughs> or just like is in the she, she's just in the radio now everywhere. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. No. That's crazy. Uh, that's it's crazy. Um, and then we get this epilogue. Yes. That is a person called the stargazer. Yes. And a child and the child's like, wow, t- that was a great story. And can I go to space? And the stargazer's like, maybe one day. And they're like, tell me more stories about the shepherd. And so the it's shepherd. like, you become like the stuff of legend. And I wrote in my notes, awful voice acting, truly dog shit, worst in the entire series. Whose kid is it? <laughs> it's not the kid. Oh, it's the, it, it was an old man for you, right? Mm hmm. Is the stargazer? Mm-hmm. It's Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I found that out wow. today when I was looking at a list of, or I guess yesterday when I was looking at a list of Mass Effect uh, NPCs, you know, <laughs> the like non-squad Fuck. mate characters trying to plan my wild card picks. Yeah, that's Buzz Aldrin. That's and that's why the voice acting is so bad. And my that's apologies wild. to Buzz Aldrin, but like you know it's, it's not a really bad it doesn't need to be there it doesn't need to be there at all they it's just so they really bizarre. they just really wanted the okay one more story plug so that they could start a new mass effect trilogy with Andromeda. oh i thought it was just like way 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 back in in development at some point someone was like what if we gave them the name shepherd and the whole thing is about how they become a legend called the shepherd and they were like oh i guess we gotta integrate that like that was a cool oh, idea that we had back then funny. the shepherd and so they put that in it's just it's <laughs> it's so silly that's really funny <laughs> um uh, yeah well, that's wild <laughs> yeah 
So that's Mass Effect. So that's Mass Effect 3, gang. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, I, I checked my playtime the last time I, I mm-hmm. the last episode and I was at like 50 something hours or 60 hours, something like that. I checked it last night and I guess at some point I had left my Xbox pause and not <laughs> off because I had yeah. 120 hours in and I was Holy like, moly. I definitely have not played 60 hours yeah. in the last two weeks. That's um, so funny. So I finished somewhere around like 62, 63 hours, which I think is a, a very long time for this game. Like I feel like Maybe yeah, I added we spent a hours or very long time. Um, um, but anyway, uh, good game, mm-hmm. y'all. I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's like as much as we're ragging on the ending, it like it has the best moments in the series. Yeah. It is like a fantastic achievement. I I love this game very much. Yeah. Um. I, so I'm not trying to be a toxic gamer no. by criticizing the the themes. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's that is that is yeah it's yeah it's i'm not saying we're looking for something to be upset about but it is the only thing to look at to be upset about you know what i mean (laughs) it's like it doesn't really stick the landings when it comes to the themes you know yeah like Like, i listen there's a complicated history with this this game and the way that people reacted to it that was like completely uncalled for yeah it doesn't mean that there aren't like legitimate (laughs) criticisms of this as like a p as a work you know yeah we're not saying we're upset because we feel like we earned a better ending we deserved a better ending or whatever. <laughs> yeah it's, we're not, saying, it's a slap in the face yeah it's <laughs> like, yeah it's it's more so like it's hard to write a story that spans 90 hours of video game yeah. where people can make lots of different choices and then they maybe yeah. didn't fully stick the landing like I think that's a fair, I think that's a fair thing. Yeah. And I, you know, it is hard. I'm sure to, when you have, there are so many like sub stories going Mm -hmm. on in this game, which are extremely well done Mm -hmm. that like trying to find some kind of, um, like overarching thematic thing Mm -hmm. to peg it to, you know, at the very end is like obviously kind of impossible. Mm -hmm. I will say, um, because I alluded to this so, so long ago that it, I I do want to bring it up is like one of the other ideas that they had had to do with something called like dark energy or dark matter or something. And, um, it was alluded to in the Haystrom, uh, mission in Mass Effect two, where it's like when you reunite with Tali Mm -hmm. for the second time Mm -hmm. um like that was the idea was supposed to be that like like the use of mass effect technology creates this like dark energy or dark matter or whatever it's called and it's Mm -hmm. supposed to like destroy the galaxy or something so every fifty thousand years or whatever the reapers come to like take out yeah (laughs) like cull basically so like dark matter doesn't destroy the universe or something i don't know um that was like one of the concepts that they had that they didn't end up going with which like i don't know well maybe that would be better i have no idea um no i feel like that's a much (laughs) i feel like there's uh, that's way easier to criticize because the because then you can just be like why don't they just destroy the massive like why don't they just get rid of this technology like if this is destroying the universe why not just get rid of it (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Um, <laughs> uh, I would, it would certainly, I mean, we've talked about this as like a, um, like a climate allegory before. And yeah. I feel like that would have been like a, a more cohesive. Cause like that's really gone by the end of this. Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially like with the addition of Leviathan and like that whole final sequence talking to the, the, AI, the, the AI, I guess about like mm-hmm. why they were created and, and their whole thing. It's like, Oh, this isn't as much as it explains itself being like fire. 
this is not just part of nature. This <laughs> is like, so you know, silly. this is a man, uh, this is a man crafted thing. Yeah. A, I guess a, a, uh, an organic organic. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh man, which I guess I, I think you could still draw climate stuff there. Cause it's like, if you, I, but it does, it does give, it does it is give the climate destroyed more autonomy. By our, yeah. It's, it's yeah. being destroyed by the choices we made in order to try and make our lives better. But then the like, the coming back every cycle to like wipe it out again doesn't super track with the climate stuff. I don't think. Yeah. But I, I guess, mean, I guess it's still good. Cause it's like, you know, we are still affected. cycles of nature. Yeah, exactly. 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 Like we have, um, we're, we're getting into, uh, never mind. That's a spoiler for something else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, the game is good. I had a great time the doing game it. Is good. Uh, the writing is great. The voice performances are great. Um, the gameplay is fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I do. I do wish there were more moments throughout the series where shoot wasn't the only option um, because they show through various a couple types of missions that like you don't have to always do shoot. Um, and that is like also really fun. But now I'm just like criticizing for no reason. Um, I had a good time and I loved talking about it with you, my friend Kim. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, so I guess, I guess that's it then. Yeah. Huh? Yep. Wow. Thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs> um, this this is this is the end of Mass Effect Three, but it is also, uh, as we've been saying, the end of this current iteration of Asynchronous. But don't don't think that means that we are coming back that is just like <laughs> maybe someday we will be moved mm -hmm. to do something like for all intents and purposes we're done this is it this is the last yeah. episode um this will be the end of the feed we love and appreciate you very much for listening and and supporting and uh, uh you know discussing with us the, the the various uh things uh throughout these games that we have dealt with people have been really really nice in the yeah. discord since thank you all so much show. yeah for the um, kind words you've shared with us yeah I, I i really appreciate it and it's always like i know people like the show obviously or or people wouldn't listen you know we we can see the numbers of people that listen to the show it's nice um but to just like see people you know come out into the discord and and just support our decision and and uh be very nice about it it's just it's just really nice to to read mm -hmm. yeah uh i guess I guess now we just thank everybody, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, thank you, Scout Wilkinson, for making our wonderful art. Uh, we've said it before. And I'll say it again. We came to Scout with time and gaming. Um, <laughs> and uh, Scout made the art that you see on your feed right now. Uh, truly, truly uh, an expert in her craft. Uh, you can check her stuff out at ko-fi.co slash humblegoat. Uh, link also in the show notes you can also check out scouts podcast paws and claws which is about mm -hmm. the warrior cats uh series of books she and our friend jillian are reading through the series in chronological order um so go listen to that even if you aren't reading the books i think it's a great time uh and i'm producing that one as well so the production is great um <laughs> uh thank you to uh amaranthan our friend jake who uh wrote the music for the show uh truly wouldn't have been the same without you um 
and we came to Jake with uh, Kim had written up a little garage band track just called Space Jazz. Space Jazz. <laughs> and, uh, it sounded it sounded like the baseline. Um, and then and then Jake went in and uh, went in and really really judged it all and made an actual uh, song yes. that rules. So thank you so much to Amaranthin. You can check out his stuff at amaranthin.bandcamp.com. Link also in the show notes, and you can commission both of them to make you art mm-hmm. uh, of the visual and auditory variety. They'll uh, do it for you. They'll do it for you. Uh, thank you to the worst garbage for allowing us into the, the through the doors into the podcast collective, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it was great. It was fun to be on the discord and, and, you know, to have that support and everything. And uh, we loved talking to all of you in the channel, um, mm-hmm. which I imagine will be up for a, a bit. I don't know if it'll be archived immediately because people are still catching up on the show. So it, it'll probably <laughs> yeah, still be there probably. if you want to join. And we'll still be in there regardless. We will still um, be in there. Yeah. So come find us. Yeah. Uh, if you if you don't know where to find me, just find me in the Frog of the Week channel. I'll be there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kim and I also <laughs> work on Frog of the Week, uh, which releases weekly on Mondays most of the time. Yeah. And thank you for listening. True. Yeah. I already said it, but it really, it truly does mean a lot uh, that people liked the stuff we were making. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We went for two years and it was yeah. because all of y'all were so invested in it and having yeah. fun with us. Yeah. Um, it was very cool. It was a really fun experience to have. Yeah. This was great. And finally, thank you, Kim, my friend. Thank you, AJ. <laughs> this, this is was it a was, blast. I, 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 I love, I love doing a bit and then being in a long-term commitment with you. So. Right. <laughs> Uh, it happened with Frog of the Week. It happened here, and it's probably going to happen again. So, uh, yep. <laughs> I guess we're going to hang up from this call and immediately think of new podcasts yes, to start. Yeah. Probably there will so. be a text in twenty five minutes that's like, "What if actually mm-hmm. we did this?" Um, so, I guess <laughs> you can follow us online. Our links are on the show notes. But like we say every week, we're on the Discord. That's the best and most enjoyable place to interact mm-hmm. with us. I'm AJ Falleri everywhere. Kim is Okimi's everywhere. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Kim, did you have did you have anything else that you wanted to to say? I feel like I just I just rattle off I a do. bunch of stuff. But yeah, I no, I I want to thank you, AJ, for doing this with me. Um, mm. literally couldn't have done it without you because <laughs> you make the show sound so fucking good every week. Um, thanks. and yeah, just thanks to everyone who came along the ride with us. These, you know, I think the thing that was cool about deciding to end the show was knowing that like these episodes are always going to be here for people who want to um to listen and to play along. And, um, you know, I, I think that's super cool. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe even easier to play along now that you don't have to wait for us to release a new episode. Right. To, yeah. To like it's almost bit, so. better. <laughs> it's almost better that this is it. <laughs> but, uh, the games are good. And if you're listening to this, I guess you have listened to at least this season. So play the other games. If you haven't played them along with us there, uh, they were, they were fun to play and I imagine they're fun to, yeah. to listen to. So yeah, for anyway, sure. Kim, Mm-hmm. Do you have our final final words today? I do. Wow. Stand fast, stand strong, stand together, async out. Bye. <laughs> see Bye. I saluted, but you can't see it. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Garbage. The online.